Oh, shit. Here we go again. By the way, Dustin's got a podcast now. That may have the greatest title in America. It's called Jerry Jonestown Massacre. That's the name of this. Am I right about that? That's, 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 that's right. That's, that is it. Yeah. This episode of the Jerry Jones Massacre brought to you by Guys Note and Victor Wrench and Plastic Object. The Jerry Jonestown Massacre contains graphic material including offensive language, partial nudity, and completely ridiculous thoughts and opinions that shouldn't be expressed or shared by anyone. Listener discretion is advised. And now coming at you from the Temple of Eye, just on the outskirts of where the West begins, it's the Jerry Jonestown Massacre! It is show number 543 for Tuesday, December 5th, 2023. I just realized today was December 5th. Yep. Yep. Just realized today was December 5th. Yep. This was my former anniversary day. Surprise. Well. Pour one out for the homies. Yeah. Happy Tuesday, Matt. Happy Tuesday. It's not really a happy Tuesday. It's always a happy Tuesday when the boys are on the podcast airs. Be true. Is the podcast airs the the internet's? I don't know. Whatever. The airways? Are, we're not really on the airways because we're not broad. We're not up high like an FM. I don't know. Satellite. We could be. So to be. live through the wires. Through the wires. Just through the wires. The G. Live through one of the G's. Through the Jerry something. Jonestown Massacre Podcast. Coming at you through a piece of glass. Yeah. I wonder if... In my backyard that's shooting lasers <laughs> really fast. Yeah. It's the Jerry Jonestown Massacre. Because that's how it works. It's glass? Fiber optics glass. So it's sand Science. and... It and was sand that was struck that by struck lightning. <laughs> oh. I don't know. I don't know how they make fiber optics. I don't either. I just put it all together. It's out of control, though. They need to stop building this thing, this internet thing. Like yeah. you're just talking. It needs to be turned off. Where's the off switch? Or is there an easy mode? Like, can we get out of... <laughs> Safe mode. Hard mode? Would I have veteran, no we're financial in veteran mode. Can responsibilities? We get out of yeah. If it turned off, would all my financial responsibilities be erased? How do I adjust the difficulty? I think so. The difficulty yeah. settings is stuck on, like, veteran. I need to go all the way back to... No rookie. way. No, you're not on Veteran. You're not in. You're not in the dark web. You don't have an Onion browser. Oh, how do you or know? Or a tour? Are you on tour? <laughs> how do you know? I mean, is that how you're getting stuff delivered to your house? I don't know. <laughs> oh, Those yeah. Those weapon shipments. Your Zelensky outfit. This was personally from <laughs> Zelensky. 
Hello, comrades. I'm here to speak to you about a few things that we are some problems we are having with the Mother Russia. Are you here to ask for more money? I need your money. <laughs> we don't need we don't need your blankets. I just need your as George Bush might have said one time about the black people in New Orleans. Just give me your cash. Now what he said it. What did he say it after 9-11? No, it was after a hurricane. Yeah, it was, it was I thought it was Katrina. a Houston one. Oh, it wasn't Katrina? We don't need your blankets, your water. I we just need Katrina. your cash. I thought it was Katrina, he said. We just no, need your cash. that's when he didn't like black people, according to Kanye No, West. it wasn't. Yeah, that. but the thing is, remember, it wasn't, he didn't make it. It was, what was the news guy that said, so black, so poor, so poor, so black. When that was it? Wolf? That was Katrina, wasn't it? Yeah, that was Wolf Blitzer. Was it Wolf Blitzer? Oh, wow. Yeah, he was sitting there. He had been on the. I'm not. I don't. I'm not a Wolf Blitzer apologist now. <laughs> but the guy had been on for like 16 hours straight, and he's just. You know how they get up there and they're just free balling it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole thing at that point, you're just watching destruction of Katrina. And that was like, if, and they're so that poor, was nasty and they're too. so black. <laughs> But it's that, just like, Whoa. You, do you remember though? That was a really dark time because there was there was a lot of visuals of yeah. just family after family walking on the overpass right next to the where the New Orleans Saints play, and so I'm sure he got a little confused. The Mercedes Dome, yeah. Then they had a bunch of people that died there too. Remember? Yeah, Brutal. a bunch of bodies were held there. Yeah, so black, so so poor. Or did he say so poor, so black? So poor, so black. I'm sure we can find it somewhere, but um, I but feel like we need us to tonight, now because otherwise yeah, everybody just thinks we're racist. <laughs> well, I mean, he's like, well, you do have a Zelensky, and your freshly shaved head, freshly I mean, shaved head, straight head, up. So. Yeah, yeah. Introduce our guest. Well, let him introduce himself. He's been on here a thousand times. So go been ahead. A minute. I love being on here, guys. I know we love when you come in. It's my it's my favorite. It's, it's good good real conversations. And go we ahead. Have fun. Do we know who you are? I don't know. Do you, <laughs> I'm a guy. Um, I'm, a guy. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm Anthony Sosa. If you don't know who Anthony Sosa is, and you've done anything in this music well, scene, and you don't know who he is, then there's something wrong with well, you. Well, you should no, you should probably <laughs> no what no <laughs> no I don't know. <laughs> Been playing around. Tired of explaining that joke. <laughs> Has he been brought up to you? Yes. Why is Matt always telling me to kill myself? <laughs> Just because I haven't heard of his buddies. Because uh, he wrote a Tool article years ago. <laughs> it's now years ago. Can you imagine that? that There's tool a lot of things that are years ago. I feel like it's been years since Sosa's been in here. Well, it's been it a while. It might have been a year or two. I think, I yeah, I think it's all the news that's happened since then because we like to discuss you the know, news topics yeah. that are topics. that are we got up in our face. We, we got news. We got news, and we got like so. I mean, the plan was to come in here and talk geopolitics with you about things going over. You know, we see, got pick your brain, see yeah. what side you were on. But <laughs> no one really. Oh, great! Okay, you I mean, to yeah. choose a side. Yeah, uh, us three are not going to figure out what the hell's going on over there. Uh, yeah, anytime soon because I mean. They've had millennia to try to figure out what the hell's going on and still haven't figured it out. It's a lot. And like a wise man once told me, Dave Chappelle, he said, you got to take care of business in your own backyard. And we got some business. And we got some business in our own backyard. A lot. A lot of business. So do we want to start just there? Sure. (laughs) Do we just want to rip the Band-Aid off right away? Oh, we can if you want to. 
I mean, well, first, uh, first, before anyone asks, sends us messages or wants to know who that band was, go ahead and tell everybody yeah, what the name of that song was uh, in the in the project. The question uh, asked in the chat room by RoboTuner was, "Was that Coheed and Cambria?" That I'll, uh, that is a very very uh, flattering compliment. Uh, huge Coheed fan. Um, Temporal Distortions is the name of my band. Uh, yep. we, we released a record a couple of years ago. Uh, played a few shows. It's been about a year since we played a show. Um, it's me, Garrett Bond on bass, Brandon Tyner on guitar, and it was uh, Matt. Um, I almost I almost said the wrong last name there. Matt Matt Bardwell um, on drums. He's from uh, I Am Warbird, and uh, he moved away. Uh, he's in Denison right now, um, and so we've just been. I've been writing, but haven't played any shows because of that. Hopefully the last show. When was the last show? I think it was at. Um, in, in in Pantigo at uh, Dr. Jekyll's. Dr. Jekyll's Beer Lab. Well, guess what? Yeah. I was just there this last weekend oh, to yeah? watch the Methinks. Oh, how was that? It's good. Oh, man. Loud. Extremely loud. I bet. Because of one band. <laughs> one band almost sent me to the ER. Well, you know, they're loud and sucky. You know, yeah, and you know what Marlon said as soon as the show was like, hey, I'll just sound. I was like, we fucking loud. He's like, yeah, I knew it. Like he was like doing a yeah. That room yes. is, is an echo chamber. No, he they did this on purpose. I think. Well, that too, especially him. But that room is also an echo chamber. I saw him it's give himself like, a little like. I was like, it was loud, really loud. I had to wear my earbuds, and I just saw him kind of go. Like, yeah. yeah, that's what I wanted to do. <laughs> so, well, sometimes they have limiters in Pantigo. You don't need a limiter. It was funny because I thought you can go to eleven. <laughs> Well, no, we can't. You can't? No. Did man. the cops show up? No, but they do. They don't. They used to. I used to. Believe it or not, I used to jam in Pantigo a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I played bass in a band. And then I then I sang, and we had the cops calling us all the time. Well, that was back so. then. This yeah, is, that was in the eighties, man. This is new millennium. <laughs> this is when the cops. Don't yeah, maybe care. you're they right. Got other they might be about. woke cops now, so they don't care, right? Well, it takes them three hours to show up to anything. Right. Well, so that's, you could that, practice and be Nothing's done. changed about that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, they put the hurting on my ears. And it was funny because I at first I was like, man, that whole thing about, you know, you're too, if it's too loud, you're too old. Well, I am older now. Am I starting to get sensitive to the loud? And, and then there was several other people that were like, fucking loud. Like John's lady, Janet, Janet. she was all like, yeah, loud. So I had to put in some protection. And it was interesting too doing that. Doing the, uh, I had to put some earbuds in. At first, I was freaking out. I thought I was going to have to drive home to go get some just regular old earbuds or something. And then I remembered in my pocket I had my Apple earbuds, mm. and I didn't know for sure if there was ear protection a mode you could put into, but I knew there was four different modes that you could use, and it might be a little easier on the ears. So I popped them in, and uh, yeah, it, it was it helped. <laughs> It helped. The weirdest thing was the drums because it takes the attack away. So it almost sounds like, right, like your computer when you turn down your ex, your uh, Mac. So John would be sitting there playing. All his other drums sounded normal. Guitar sounded normal except just down at a level that was for humans. And uh, But every time John would hit the snare. You know, it's so weird. I have a lot of me thanks videos. I've shot over the years. I think I want to go replace the snare now. With, 
<laughs> or you should. I could go back to the Corn Lovers show that we shot the whole set mm-hmm. during uh, the pandemic, during the Corn Lovers Festival. Was it ACL Fest, Austin Corn Lovers Festival? And replace all his drums in there with like popcorn pops. <laughs> pop, 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 pop. That'd be fun. Do gunshots. That'd be fun. Hmm. Do it for America. If only I had shots. a lot more time on my hands. <laughs> yeah, but they yeah. were la- they were awesome. Like they they sounded great, but man, my ears pff, they were crying. Like I thought I was gonna have to go outside and watch them just down the porch and be like, "Good song, guys. That was good." Watch, hey, watch the glass really bow out. That. Yeah, I like Doctor Jekylls. I love that yeah. place. That place is fun. It is cool. I, it kind of, in a weird way, like reminds me of the grotto. Like it doesn't. It's not shaped like it or anything. It could be though. It it's, could be der- like yeah. totally take on the same yeah. type of just kind of the way aura. it is. Yeah. Just you know, I don't know. Low ceilings. It's a little rough. I think it's funny that it's in Pantigo too. We need it's just, yeah, too. We need a spectacle show there. Oh shit, oh, yeah, dude, that'd be awesome. Spectacle still needs a show at Growl. Yeah. We still want to do that. We want to do a dive bar tour. A growl. We want to play every bar along Lancaster <laughs> Division. Yeah, there you go. We want to start at Diamond Gems and work our way to Aussie Rabbit. I think and Sheridan, everything in between. That was Sheridan's deal. She wanted to do that, I think, too. Well, there is. Or she wanted to do the bar thing. No, there is the bar crawl that they do every once in a while. Yeah. That you can't survive it. No one... No one makes it out of that alive. You don't even make it make it to Arlington. You're still stuck in 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 Grand Prairie. Yeah. Well, it starts right there. Drunk because Diamond Gems is on the line. Yeah. So you start so, like there's that's four where you start. bars right there. Mm-hmm. Is where you start. Bam, bam, bam. Four, and then you slowly make your way towards the stadium. And there's like three or four bars. Then you pass the stadium. It's probably, there's probably more now. Then you start hitting all the weird ones. That back up to Front Street, mm-hmm. and then you hit Caves mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. uh, Sunshine. Sunshine yeah. If you go to the you go across the street to what is it eighteen nineteen the the gay Which club one? that's across the street, mm-hmm. and then you make your way down from there. You get a little bit of a break before you hit all the crazy back. Sh- Shitty bars. And by break, you mean like 30 minutes or no, 30 seconds of like walking? Five minutes in the in Car. the bus that takes you because this is all bus done. Mm. It's insane. You can't is this a, Is this an Arlington sanctioned event I, or just friends of the show sanctioned? I think it's a sanctioned event of whoever puts it together. It's genius. They used to do it. Yeah, and 1852. You don't have to have – you can have Doug. a beer at each one, right? You don't have to do a shot. Because if you do a beer, I think I could still do it. That's a even lot with of, not I even mean, drinking. That's four months. beer yeah. off, the, off the top right there. Bam, four beer. You're going to be all bloated and burping and farting and everything. Just before you even get properly into. You already had too much gluten. Yeah. You're farting there. Yeah. <laughs> and you have all, you got to go by the Pearl. Yeah. And what's the place by no, Catfish Sands? I was going to say, if you want to add, there's a lot of new Hispanic bars all on that stretch now. Oh, like yeah. all through. No, no, no. Those so are included. you've got to stop at those, man. Those are included, too. I just can't remember the name of you them. You can't half-ass it. If you're going to do it, the candle you got to do it. Do or whatever it is. Candlelight candle, Inn? Yeah, the Candlelight Inn. Yeah. yeah. Is that still there? Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. you got to hit all these places. You can't um, – what's its uh, – the uh, Pepper Mill Lounge is closed, mm-hmm. so you can't go to Pepper Mill. You don't take a, a, sh- a shot for the, respect. 
You could swing up to Oswald's grave, but you still shoot got, a shot on Oswald's grave. There's that other like bar that. that's right there, that Tanafields or whatever. What is it called? Uh, Twat Waffles. Twat Waffles. That's what I always call it. But it's yeah, Tonstoffels. Tonstoffels. Yeah, and then there's you the one across the that. street from it. Yeah, across the street from the QT, the one that sits right there. So you, yeah, you hit those too because those yeah. count. Uh huh. And you end up. I at, say uh, next time I'll fall off the wagon. We we go for it. Which now. You wouldn't end it, Aussie Rabbit. Let's you plan would go my bender now. One building past to the cigar joint. Oh, wow. Secret cigar. Do they have beers? It. Do they have drinks there? That's the victory. Yeah, that's the victory. You have a victory cigar after you've drank and all that. And throw up. And <laughs> yeah, lose exactly. it all. You're done. All of it comes back out. Is that cigar bar there? Are they open daily? Because mm-hmm. I've seen that a lot on like just driving around. It looks like a pretty cool spot. And I cool. don't do, like, I don't. I don't partake in nicotine anymore either, so it would be nice to have a nice cigar. Just every once in a while. I had yeah. some over the weekend that I forgot to smoke. I was going to – while you were in start, Loudland, though. I was in Peace and Quiet Land. Yeah, yeah. Op- I don't know why. <laughs> I got away to where I could hear yeah. myself ring. I don't know where to start on it. That I could I could see what level I was at tinnitus. Oh, it was like, yeah, it's still quiet. ringing. It's all there. It's yeah, that's a, It's so quiet. It's – you can't sleep because it's too quiet and your ears are ringing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where to start on cigars though. Like I don't know what to look. What I Reddit it? No. <laughs> go to know. a cigar Reddit or something. Like how, how do I find out what a good cheap cigar to start with would be? We go ask somebody just, who smokes cigars. Yeah, well, I can take you. Yeah. Just don't go to Cuba some. immediately. Go to. Um, I mean, just for good. basic starters, like just go to Specs. They got a little humidor in there. And say, hey, which one of those is good, but go, not seventy thousand dollars? Run through the acid line, get you something sweet. Yeah, exactly. I've yeah, had, I, I think I've had some acid ones, and they're good. Oh, hello! Probably dogs, dogs, dogs wrestling around. Playing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, the last time y'all played was there. Yep, Doctor Jekylls. Yep. And what are the plans right now? <sighs> Keep. I mean, I want to release the record, but I don't want to do it and not play a show. Um, that's always tough. Yeah. Might be playing a house party at this point. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. So I don't know. I figured we can just talk about that. Like, I got Tempest stuff down the road, hopefully soon. Um, What's going on with the with the local Famous Records? Um, same thing. Actually, we got a meeting coming up later this month. We got a lot of stuff in the works, ideas of things we want to do, releases. I've been trying to make a bunch of physical tapes to have physical copies. We've been doing compilations. Um, and I want to kind of expand that, talk to a bunch of different people about at contributing to that um like investors no no just... like music like so a music oh. that never was released is not on spotify and have a place to put it and mm-hmm. put it up and, and put give, I was give people access there. to it we do have i was i'd have to remaster all that stuff so you know make it sound that, better. yeah that 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 type of thing get a kind of a website up up and running do some more releases we just got the one vinyl out for double bear so do some more hey, you, now y'all have done a big i thought there were two party, releases right? for double bear um, no, just the just one. Just one, huh? Yeah. Okay. Y'all have had a big showcase, right? We had all co- of y'all play? Yeah, we. I think we had two. Um, you had one at the trailer park. Yeah, and that, so I guess just that one. The other show that we had that we put together was also at the trailer park. We just didn't call it a showcase, I don't think. Um, so that was really it. We want to do that again, but man, it's like it's really kind of fallen to me to put something like that together, and I just don't have the time by myself. Um, trying to get guys, you know, they all live out in Dallas, and mm-hmm. it's just kind of different. Different things going on over there, and then here in Fort Worth, as far as like access to places to play, and connections to those places, you know that type of thing too. 
is something that me it sucks because I haven't because I'm teaching now. I just don't have the time to go out and like contribute to the scene and like be out there in it. So like you're the reason. Uh, I'm one of the reasons. Sure, <laughs> sure. Uh, I'll t- I'll take I'll take just a little bit of that. <laughs> no, for sure. It sucks because like right when Lola mo- Lola's moved to its location over there is when I moved away from that neighborhood. I lived in that neighborhood for five years. Yeah, and so it was like oh they could have been I could have just gone here all the time. They were right just here, ridden a bike down and, there. And I still could have. And I didn't move too far. Yeah. But I, I didn't. I, I never made it to the new location. And I feel guilty about that. I was supposed to go see uh, Black Market Garden there like six months ago, and I got COVID. And so I didn't make it, and I never made it back. How many times have you had COVID? Twice? I was going to say three. Definitely two. twice. One time, maybe. I don't know. I've got two that I know, and one that we, like when we got back from the old uh, NAM that year, that we think we all, I, I think we all got, got it. it. But, I mean, it all seemed like it. It all came down. I've had one doozy that put me in the hospital. Oh, man. And I forgot about that. And then, uh, and then my second round was about a year later, and it was way, it was like a head, it was like sinuses. And I think I'm only at it twice. It sucks. It's, it does, especially <laughs> so, that, that, that first one. The what was it? The Omni? What was it, the Omnicron? Oh, yeah. The first one I got was brutal. Like that was, I I'd never been sick like that. Ever. That was not the flu. Like that's one thing that I've always said. No, it's not the flu. I can guarantee you, I've had the flu. And the conspiracy theorists that say it's just the flu, man. it was not the flu. That was not that. No, that wrecked my body. Yeah, yeah. and that wrecked my. Uh, stamina like crazy yeah like it, I, I kept working because I didn't know what it was well we didn't know then I had no idea and I was just kind of like okay but had the spots on my feet from lack of oxygen didn't know and then the you know I'm at work climbing stairs going up two three stories and just having to stop midway up I'm like what's going on this is weird yeah. I do this every day yeah and all of a sudden I can't do it that's scary. Yeah, and then napping. I had to nap all the time. That's what the beginning of both of my uh, bouts with COVID started off to where I was just dragging ass all the time for like two days. And then when I actually, like the first time when it actually set in and it was hardcore, the one that I had to go to the hospital finally for was uh, then I, that one, I got to a point where I couldn't sleep because I was too achy. And two feet, and when my fever would my fever would spike, then it'd wake me up, and then I'd be up, and it's just that I'm so glad I'm not there now. <laughs> Rich is in here. He said, he said uh, his second bout uh, fucked him up in weird ways. Yep, Amber, my wife. Or he had it for the first time in October. October. And although it wasn't as bad as the first wave, it fucked him up in weird ways. It does. It's fucked everybody it up does. in weird ways. Yeah. And not in good. I wanted superpowers. Damn it. Well, I got Maybe some nice. superpowers. I got a chemical smell on my head for like three Ooh. months. I lost my sense of smell, I guess. I never lost sense of smell or taste. I lost taste and smell, but then after about a month afterwards, I got it all back. Now, Mandy, she still can't hmm. uh, taste a lot of things, and she can't smell. I lost emotions. Well, that's just our podcast. It does it to you. No, I think it's because I'm German and I lack emotion. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a stereotype, but we'll go with it. I mean, you, I mean, you did have a. I'm a very realistic there's some person. There's some yeah, history there's, there. There's some history. <laughs> I'm a very realistic person. I just tell you how it is. Yeah. Well, that's how. That's what. I that's what we're supposed to be, man. Yeah. There's no reason to sugarcoat anything. You're you're a teddy bear, though. You're you got emotions. That's what I hear. People keep saying that, and I'm like, "Who are you? You don't know me." 
And then I encourage the other part. Just stare into the void. Just enjoy it. Enjoy the black void. You never join us on the dark side. Join us on the dark side. Come on. Yeah. Well, the old COVIDs. Why did we get on COVID? So, have you chosen a side yet? I mean, yeah. Which side do you want? The one, you know. Okay. What team are you playing for now? I know. know, Should we do? Do we need to preface or is not even need to like? I mean, I'm. I know what you're talking about. I know probably everybody probably knows what we're talking about. I think. Do you? Maybe I don't know. Now I, I don't was know. talking uh, Cowboys or Eagles. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> For this upcoming Sunday, I don't know. What Cowboys, you're of course. Okay. Are you talking about the Middle East? No. Red Sea. I was just. Are you just talking th- I'm about? Just throw there. that out there and see what everybody's He's trying like. to drop well, me yeah, off sides. Gotta, yeah. I've got to. I've got to. You know, you team red, team blue. I'm on oh, team. Fuck, fuck the team. I'm on yeah. team. Wash it all away. Yeah. <laughs> Arizona Bay. <laughs> Get rid of them all. Yeah. Let's. Uh, who cares? Like, no lives matter. That's on the. That's the team no. I'm on. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> Straight nihilism. You just go and right. Yeah. Yeah. Kill the whole yeah. way. None of this shit matter. None of it. I, uh, I'm on the. I'm on the whatever team. People s- smoke more weed and just chill. That's the team I'm on. <laughs> You're on team couch. Team couch. <laughs> it's a good team. It's a good team. It's a good team. Well, then you have to choose We're a good team. people. Are you team uh, Indica or? Oh, all the above. All the above. Whatever. Hybrids. Hybrids, whatever. Yeah. Anything? You hate edibles. Yeah. Yeah. Dabs, whatever. Let's have a party. Just bring it. Just yeah. tear it up at Nam. Yeah, and let's whatever forget there's people killing each other well, and bars shutting down. I mean, down. that's never going to not happen. Thanks, Cain and Abel. I think that getting back to... Getting back to uh, Israel, I think that's one thing. I never, we never went there. Huh? We never went there. You just said Cain and Abel. That's a direct tie. Oh damn it! So, but called it my own game. You know, what, you know what I really think it is? I think it's some of these kids that don't realize that this thing's been going on forever, and all of a sudden they're like, "What the fuck?" Well, There's forever. People. I mean, just World War Two. Well, World War Two. Yeah. No, let's talk about it around here. Okay. Sure. Because I don't give a shit about that over there. I've told, I've said that. They, we, nothing's going to get solved. We're well, not going to be able to solve be more specific today. on what the team thing is. Like, I'm just trying. I'm just throwing that out yeah. there. Have team you chosen Barbie? a team? I asked you last week. Have you chosen a team? Have you chosen a side? Have you chosen a team? You have till tax day. It sucks. We got to do that. We shouldn't have to have to pick a side. You don't you have know. to. That's well, the thing. That's the funny thing. Yeah, but so, but. Being, not having to is a privilege. Like us not caring about Israel, like same, I've disengaged. I've like not paid attention to news because I don't want – I know just like you guys, it's the same fucking thing. It's the same arguments every yeah. time it happens over and over again. Sick of it. Like I got I got nothing else to say or think about. Like, I know how I feel about it. I don't really care. What I'm about – I'm it. like that on a bunch of things now. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's like we don't, 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 don't need it anymore. I don't care. I it's like caring apathy. Yeah. But, like, I've, I've become apathetic with my caring lately. But, but like that's a privilege that we have and recognize it as such. Like uh, some people can't afford it to ignore it because they because their lives depended on it. But like if it's a privilege, like I want to – I'm taking advantage of that one. I don't want to for my mental health. Yeah, there you go. To, that's to that's perfect the way to do anymore, it. Yeah. You know? Perfectly stated. No, that is that is good, and I am. I, I agree with Rich. I'm Team Sleep, and I like Team Sleep. That's a good good name. <laughs> That's one of nice. Just not Team S- yeah. Sleep right. Token because they're terrible. We're gonna have to t- break this down. Oh, one day. okay. Sleep. Okay, but Spicy Team Sleep's good. Sleep I mean, token. Diet Metal, Chino, Light, Deftones, nothing like that. That's what Team Sleep is. No. Oh. oh. I don't sleep think it sounds token. anything like. 
No. Oh, you mean Team Sleep? You're team, talking about the I'm real saying Team Sleep. I you're talking about uh, Team Sleep Token. Yeah. No. I forgot about Chino's Team Sleep. Yes. I'm pro Team Sleep. I'm, I'm on that pro team. team Sleep. I'm just not. I don't take it a step further for to- pro Sleem. <laughs> Celine Dion? S- Wait. Bro. Pro Sleep Token. All right. Oh. Okay. I'm so confused now. Team I am too. Sleep Token. Team Sleep Token. Yeah. But I am Team <laughs> Sleep, team sleep. I'm team team sleep. All right, let's get to breast. <laughs> I am talking about s- bands. Breast. Th- this section of the show is called "What the fuck is going on in Fort Worth?" <sighs> yeah, man. If you've been listening to our show for the last few weeks, we have come on here and we have said some things. We have warned people that things aren't looking good in the local scene. Um, there's several reasons behind it. One of the biggest things is nothing's recovered from COVID. No. Um, Just staggered. There's hope. Like, things have Mm -hmm. seen positive, and then it's just like, what what do you call it, a a mirage? Like, Mm. like everybody will think, oh, we're back to normal, but we really haven't gotten back to normal since COVID. But you see see a light, and you you think it's... Wow, there's a there's a shining glimmer of but hope. No, it's a train, and then the power goes out, and, <laughs> and it's a train coming it's right a train at you, <laughs> running us over. Um, we talked about a couple of weeks ago that you know, um, Tyler of the Cicada and the Funky Picnic have both thrown up SOSs. Mm. You know, we need your help. We need regulars. We need people to come by here. You know, we're getting close to having to shut down. And then last week we reported that the ISIS Theater. Boom, gone, yeah. closed, done. Which was not only a theater, but a stage yeah. that bands played at. Yeah. Had lots of different bands there. And the, then, you ever seen the Suicide Vest there? They were good. And that's like its own crazy drama story, like the ISIS theater. You guys kind of talked about that last time, but like, yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's scoreboarding himself over there. Yeah, I'm scoreboarding myself. Sorry. If he had a, a if I do uh, a funny, I got to make sure that everybody sees that. Hey, that's a funny. If he had an abacus over there, he'd slide a, a beat over. <laughs> chink. I need um, to get one. There you go. Just have it in the background. You just reach around and go chink. <laughs> that's a point for me. Got one. And then uh, this week, sh- shortly after we. Uh, ended our show last week. Uh, our neighbors down the street, Brutal Beer Works, they said that this weekend, done. Wow. We're closing down. Sunday would be the last day. I think it was Sunday. And then, like, the next day, Twilight Lounge said that tonight, right now, as we're doing our show. We should have done our show there. Is the last set there. Wow. They're shutting down. They're closing. Now... There's some speculation and rumors why they're closing. Uh, properties brought, bought out. It's, mm. it's about to be apartments. Because eh. they're surrounded by apartments. And, of course, Fort Worth needs more apartments mm-hmm. because we need more people in Fort Worth. They're already here. Well, I mean, yeah. Exactly. That's good. We got to house them. Here. I mean, that's yeah. something that we're going to have to do. So, yep. And then the one that hurt. And this tore the, gut, the heart the punch. out of all hurt. of us yeah. was yesterday afternoon. Brian posted that Lola's is done. And I am still at a loss for this. (laughs) I'm, yeah, I'm really, 
confused, really angry that this has happened. You know, you can see the writing on the wall. There's, I mean, the only people to, the only place to put blame is on the people that don't go out and do shit. And it's understandable that this has happened since COVID. People haven't returned to the scene. They Mm -hmm. haven't made it out. Um, People have decided that staying in is way more better now. And Bidenomics. (laughs) The economy right now sucks. I think we're too – I think we're – I think also another – to add to the – that we – it doesn't help that we – that we elected a fucking idiot right after COVID. Like right as we started to get – well, the choices weren't great. They weren't great. <laughs> Looking the choices back. haven't been great. Well, hindsight's, for a while. hindsight's for a long twenty twenty, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, they weren't great. But still, we the the fact that we had we, our leadership has gone completely down the shitter, and we decided to let someone that has a fucking terrible track history run the country because we were pissed off at another person. Yeah. Let's get Gavin yeah. Newsom in there. Yeah. Well, that didn't help anything <laughs> either. But then also, I also think that we have become more addicted to these bad boys. And kids today don't give a fuck about doing real life. Young kids, definitely. Although, we keep saying that, and the last few times I've been to Lola's over the past couple months, the place is packed with college kids. College kids have been written out the front area and just going nuts. And they're young. They're part mm-hmm. of this generation that's all – I mean, my son was built in this digital age, and he's college age. Yeah. No, they're, they're doing and, stuff. But they're going sure. out, mm-hmm. and down the street, the rusty nickel is fucking bananas. So they are – I don't believe – 100% believe the hype of youngsters aren't fully going out. Yeah. Because when – Buses of them yeah. are going from venue to venue to venue to venue. Yeah. That there's something to that. But the thing they're not drinking. That's there's, the thing. That's this, a big this is the first gener- this is the first group of kids that we've ever had that are giving the bird to alcohol, which I is got, probably a good thing. I got yeah. numbers that disprove so, that. What against the TABC? Because that's where I got my numbers when that's, I was doing sales for for a beer distributor. But no. Well, no, I'm talking about like Rusty Nickel. What? And that's a, those are college bars, man. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I'm talking yeah. about the college kids. Yeah, but they're also, they're always we're talking be there. about certain groups of college kids too, and that's true. not all kids. Yeah. That's not all young but people either. Back know? to yeah, what true. I was originally true. saying was that, like Rusty Nickel, there are buses of college kids showing up there. They have a stage outside, and they're making what was it? We got the numbers here, like 160 grand a month. Wow. In alcohol sales, TABC sales. Yeah. To the point to where I've gone over there a couple times and been like, nope, we were going to go there, right? Mm-hmm. That one night and said, nope, bail out, bail out, bail out. Because of all the people? Because of all the people. It was crazy. I think also you got to remember the what happens during the week, too. What you have happened during the week. You got to have something that oh, yeah, is definitely. drawing to on in, in certain parts of the of the city during the week. If your only crowd is coming is coming out to see bands, ba- on the, the me thinks on the weekend, then you're going to struggle. Well, you're and, in for a bad time. Yeah, your ears are going to hurt. Your ears are going. <laughs> there's, a, I think, I think the 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 moral of the story is there's a plethora of things that have hit, and it's not just Fort Worth. It's every, it's it's pretty much everywhere that is going through this. That's why you have bands. I think. 
I know this is way out there, but like Kiss that are talking about just doing uh, stuff online. That's what I kind of meant more about this that's than anything not, was that. That's but not that's work. not real. That's that not doesn't work. work. It doesn't. Work. I'm telling y'all. And people people try to don't do that. give a fuck about hanging out with people anymore. They no, want to do it this way. That's not now. it. Here's what it is. Like it's you. We can't hang out with people in public without spending money. And everybody's fucking broke, especially young people. Like I remember being broke when I was in my twenties. The twenty-year-olds now have zero like extra income yeah. to do anything. They can't. So there's so nothing tight. to do. They're so tight. They can only stay at home and play on their phone or video games. And so, like, they want to go with their friends and do stuff, but they can't, A, are probably underage, or if they're overage, they, they can't afford to go to the bar. And so it's like, we need sp- we need DIY spaces. Like, what we need is another 1919, or like yeah. five of them, where 15, 16, 17-year-olds can go to a place, they don't have to serve alcohol or not, and you can still see a really badass fucking show from a band that's from out of town or something, or, yeah. or local, you know. But that it's like these, these independent spaces that let culture happen, that let musicians make their musicians. And, like, we're the older group like it's it's it is the 15 to 25 year olds that are really doing the shit now and they need a place to do it and if there's not a place to do it then that, that's kind of an example of like our culture in fort worth like not i don't want to say dying but like changing uh not for the better and so like we that's what we need we don't necessarily need more bars because the newer people it's like that's for us that's what we did we wanted to drink and listen to music and people young people music i think to them is more important than it maybe super important for us obviously but they, during COVID, had nothing when you're 12, 13, 14 years old, except like music, right? And whatever movies or anime or whatever that you're into. And so like a lot of them have a very, very strong connection to music. But there's just not these places to kind of share that with people, except for like those gigantic fucking concerts, right? Your Taylor Swift concert or whatever. But, right? okay, you bring that up and that's a two-month salary ticket for these kids. But that has even impacted like Disney has noticed a drop off of attendance and they're blaming it on Taylor Swift because of how much the tickets were mm-hmm. and how people did multiple shows of hers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that her tour affected the entire the summer economy. vacation the industry. Yeah. They were like, she should have waited yeah. like, after all her movies and TV shows did their thing and then did the tour. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I, I think you're first. I think I, I, you're right. The bulk of the issue is inflation. And I think that the one major thing that goes first when you're talking about people uh, tightening up the belt is entertainment. Alcohol will always sell. You're always, especially during inflation, you have higher of sales when things get bad in the economy with alcohol. And strip clubs make more money. Yeah. The problem is entertainment, though, as a whole, is the first thing to go. And so you're also see. I think that's the biggest thing. Second thing. I think is we've become a less of a romantic society, and I blame that specifically on technology and their cell phones. I don't think we're near – I don't think the kids today – I mean there might be buses going to Nickel City, but I don't – who knows? Maybe not for long. Once the Pat Green crowd gets into this more than anything else, they're going to be just as dead as everyone else. Is what I would think, think happens. Except for the college kids that are always going to be cycling through. The Pat Green crowd's pretty old now. He's an old man. <laughs> yeah. He's getting old. Uh, it's, it's Before I start on the bitching bandwagon and chewing people out for being stupid, um, it's just weird because even in the major concert industry, the prices on tickets are fucking stupid. Oh, yeah. They're through the roof. And Ticketmaster isn't selling. 
they get to the point to where they're just basically giving them away. See, that would lead me to believe that people that would be pushing people out to little venues like Lola's and the Rail and Cicada. I you would hope, you would hope, but once again, like. If Kiss is in town, you know Kiss. They have a giant, huge catalog since you brought them up. They have a giant, huge catalog. You know all about them, but the ticket's $400. Mm-hmm. You don't know anything about you know, Peter Pan's Balls that's playing Cicada. You've never heard of them. You know nothing about their music. That is two different things. You know, you know, mm-hmm. Yeah, two different products. I think the Discovery uh, people aren't the, – the younger generation isn't all about Discovery anymore. They don't want to go out and discover new bands. And that was part of what was great about going to local shows. And, you know, showing up, Lola's early. If there was a band headlining that you knew, but you show up and see three bands you've never heard of or one you might have read about somewhere or heard rumblings about, you get yeah. to catch them and see them. Um, I don't know. I don't think, I think that's gone. Bands, yeah. you yeah. know. They just find them discovered. on playlists. Like, they don't listen to albums anymore. You know, that's. They just listen, they got a playlist with a bunch hurts of stuff, too. and they yeah I know me too. Like when you hand a vinyl to a kid and they look at you like, what am I supposed to do with this? And so there's something comes up on a playlist. They go, what's this? And then, yeah, and they like it. You know, yeah, I like that one song. Well, Robotuner's gonna copyright Peter Pan's balls. So. <laughs> it's a good one. That it's a sick. sad it's a state one. of affairs though, because it's and we might be just old guys that are having adjusted to change, and this might be just change, but. Man, it sucks. It sucks to see Lola's and and all these venues have to bow out. After 16 Mm -hmm. years, Mm -hmm. Lola's bowing out hurts the most. By far. The Grotto, I think, was second when it went down. Yeah, that was a tough one. This one hurts the most, you know, especially 18 months at the new location. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the rail. I'm not going to lie, that that location's a pain in the ass. The rail, too, though, that was a good... That's yeah. like for metalheads. Well, that was on. their spot. Wait a month. <laughs> There's rumors rails coming back. Yeah. Oh, already I've heard yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Now they moved a lot of stuff over to Big Rob's here in Euless, but the rail may be coming back. And I don't know. I think is that there's what the dude from Evil Struck. Who? Big Rob? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I've never been over there. Does RoboTuner know? RoboTuner. I don't know if he knows who the Evil famous Struck Evil is. Struck was. I don't know. He came out and saw us play, right? And Evil Struck played with us like well, two or three times. over. No, it was one time, and you almost nah. tried to fist fight the whole venue. <laughs> was uh, uh, What was Trash Pockets band that played with us? Oh, one I or no, uh, D- uh, ETA. Yeah, I was to cast it. Yeah, right. I don't, it sucks. This is this is a hard one. This one's a hard one to swallow. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's weird that it was just so sudden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe something will come out down the road that makes sense of why it was so sudden. Uh, especially since you know the the old Lola's location had a whole week of closing fun mm-hmm. and then a big bang that night. But yeah. Um, I don't know. There was shows, you know, it was just posted this Saturday, you know, shows canceled. And it's like, well, hmm. what the hell's going on? And then I think last week it was canceled too. So I don't know. Maybe wow. we'll, I don't know. Maybe it'll all make sense down the road. But 
you still have the cicada, and you still have tulips. Mm-hmm. Now, both those places, you know, if we lose them, oh, we're going to go back to the Dark Ages. If, uh, this, I feel like this is the beginning of the Dark Ages, yeah. the mid-90s. Like mm-hmm. I said, I, I reread your paper, and it reminded mid-90s. me of the mid-90s of yeah. when there was everybody was running to Denton or Dallas. Because there was nothing in Fort Worth, really. Yeah. And it's... Was it Dogstar? Yeah, Dogstar. Dogstar and... Aardvark, but was Aardvark... Was Joe's current closed up. by then? Joe's was still open. Garage. garage. When did Joe's, Joe's garage, garage close? Like 2000, wasn't it? Or 99, somewhere Is in there? when they closed? I don't think it was sooner than that, if I remember. It's been a while since I did that research. Closer to 95? I think so. I want to say, yeah. I want to say earlier early nineties. I want to say ninety three. But you know another thing that we didn't bring up, and I don't know how big of a factor this is, but it it is a factor because I've heard people talk about this on other shows and and stuff. And that is, I think that your media has scared the shit out of everyone that's boomer age, at least boomers. Oh well, yeah. And a lot of Gen Xers are like, "Fuck this! I don't go out anymore." Lower than because, Gen X, my son yeah, is scared too. to go out because of shit he's heard yeah, on it, TV, and that is that is one force that's caused yeah. that, and that's called the media. The media has the media is not your friend. The quicker you learn that, the the well, you, you, well thank you for listening be, to our media. Right? That is a podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like it depends. It's a tool. It depends on what you do with it. Right? Okay, I'll I'll go mainstream. one step further. Mainstream media is not your friend. They're there no. to sell. That's all they're doing. And you have a generation right now that is scared shitless. All they do is get their information about different types of people from Reddit. Well, guess what? If you look at a Reddit video of kids running in, uh, stealing shit, and then running out over and over and over, you're going to develop an opinion that's just off of garbage that is one in a million shot of actually happening to you. How many times, Sosa, have you walked into a, a Walgreens that's getting completely bombarded and people are just ripping it off. Yeah, it's never happened yeah, to me. Never, no. But, man, I sure have seen a bunch of damn Reddit videos and I sure don't go to Walgreens. You know why? Because I'm scared to death that a bunch of crazy kids are going to come in. Immigrants are going to come yeah, in there and yeah. fucking take the place down. And I'm going to be in there and I'm not going to know what to do. So you go to C- CVS? That place is shitty. <laughs> you just got CVS, man. You kids go rob the CVS. Yeah, they because, shit. It's because that emotion, the fear slash anger, is the one that's the most engaging, right? And so all of the social medias and the news medias are like they Big if they want to make their money, medias. right? If they want to get their clicks, if they want to get their ad sales, yeah. they have to come up with headlines that are gonna be the most infuriating, the and most it's, emotional. Right? I'll be honest with you too. It is one major network that has you scared to fart in church and that is fox news they will have you thinking that you cross the street your life's in danger buddy for sure that's their whole and is in danger by a black immigrant who's part of antifa and has purple hair they're ready to kill you at any minute scared of other other people you know yeah don't know yeah 100 they're the biggest of the fear factory what, it's what, amazing. What bothers me the most is the local news stuff. They jump right on it too. It's well, like it's, dude, all, it's all one company. It or is, two companies yeah. or whatever, You're right. right? And so they're all working like, for the same Yeah, man. we're all just getting the same message from down from above. Right? Where you need to get your news from is from Dallas TV. Or, That's uh, fine. No, I'll tell you where to get your news from. Austin Circle Jerk. <laughs> Austin Circle <laughs> On Reddit. <laughs> that is the greatest. We need to start up with Fort Worth Circle Jerk. What, we it, should. Is it like is it something else? Is it not a circle jerk? 
page or is it like a real? It's a real circle. It's, it's a, like a okay. circle jerk page. Uh, okay. No, it's, okay. it's they're just <laughs> fucking around. They are just jacking with people, things that are going on on Austin. Yeah. Okay, okay. It's exactly. like silly stuff going on. It's on a Austin. it's a Reddit thread full of people like us just yeah. being assholes. Reddit's so weird like that. When they did the thing six months ago and they had the people all closing their different pages, pages and protest yeah. and stuff. I, you know, as someone who follows world news and geopolitics, I didn't know that the real geopolitics subreddit is called Anime Titties. Because they talk about stuff that gets blocked or gets knocked down in the actual world news or the actual geopolitics subreddit. So Anime Put Titties is right not <laughs> a porn subreddit. It says not safe for work, yeah. but it's literally all geopolitics. I'm going to follow it right yeah. now. But if you're a fan of outdoor recreation and you put that in, it's just people fucking outside. That's oh. all it is. Oh, so you're – oh, it's okay. Yeah, That's, so, so you're is. like, you know, <laughs> okay. what's some good outdoor recreation to do? Oh, it's all people. Oh, it's all Wow, Austin Circle Jerk's already up to 13,000 members. It's pretty funny. It's funny. It's it's a lot of people just harping on stupid shit in Austin. Yeah, so anime – would you say say that again? <laughs> anime titties? Titties. Yeah. <laughs> One more time. I said titties. You got it. So, yeah, we have the cicada and we have tulips and there's a handful of bars. The south side is not doing well. Not doing well at all. Um, we had our uh, an executive producer of this show pull a bunch of numbers for us. And it appears that from other research I've done, the numbers this year compared to pre-COVID mm. are about half at some places. What about last year? What was the Last like? year it averages about the same. I have to pull these up, but these are official uh, alcohol sales numbers. Now mm-hmm. these are for bars and venues where a ninety-five percent sign is up, mm-hmm. where ninety-five percent of their income is liquor or sales is from alcohol sales. Um, and I have all of them from <laughs> through the South Side, wow, over to Magnolia, That's and not all Lola's. bad report. Now, it's not bad, but it's not – it's barely keeping some places afloat Yeah. because I've been told in this industry you need to be around forty to 50000 a month to stay afloat. I know the big wigs – the big – now, this is in a different county. This is in uh, Denton County. Uh, like – you're, I guess you can't compare the two because I'm I'm thinking of like Twin Peaks and stuff and 160 is no, average for them. It. Yeah. So I would think that's that crazy. I would think if you could make between 60 and 100 grand a month, then you're doing decent as a as a venue bar type place in Tarrant County is what I would think. Now the places that have been open for about three years like Twilight, but rent tulips is the thing that you you got to equal in is rent has gone yeah. up tremendously. It has. Lola's. Um, the bearded lady, the chat room, the usual, they all look like they're on a steady climb, but it's not if if rent and everything is going uphill like we know it is, mm-hmm. I don't think it's enough to this they're steady Your margins are climb. going more shrinking every yeah month. they're shrinking, yeah. and they're getting closer to having to to belly up you know tarantula I'm looking at all them they're it's decent sales, but it's not. You know, it's enough to stay afloat. And, yeah. You know, if any of these places get hit with a hard month, yeah, boom. So it could send them into total jeopardy. That's what is baffling to me, though, because we have a thread where we're kicking around 
some ideas, right? Yeah. And man, Southside was hot. And now things are like closing. what is our investors? What are they getting scared of? I'd like to talk to a realtor well, out there that's like does that does does commercial I'll, I'll out there on a right regular now, basis? What are they? Uh, there's a lot of people them? that don't know what the fuck's going on down there. Mm-hmm. Period. There's a if you're not on Main Street, you're losing out. Just straight up, you're losing out. So Everything it's either main on the or back bust. side, like we're yeah, uh, it's main Wishbone and Flint's about to go under. Amber Room, I think they've closed it now. Mm-hmm. I'm not 100 percent sure, or it's a, a close to close. Cocoa Anything Shrimp's that's not, not on Main is going to be a risky investment. Everything back there, Cocoa Shrimp's gone. Cocoa oh, really? Shrimp is gone. Okay, mm. so that whole back area is just getting ran over. Like you, because you just don't know it's back there unless you're going to Hop, uh, hop Fusion. Yeah, you know, nothing has moved into the old shipping and receiving now. That bar shut. The one that's that been over in, a year, hasn't it? That's crazy. And that bar is gone. But that was back there. No one knows that shit's. Wasn't back that there. mixed use though? In there, are some <laughs> apartments some, and stuff. In there. there are. Yeah, but the other thing, I mean, Magnolia's doing well. Everything along Magnolia is doing decent. Mm-hmm. Not great, but. I mean, the chat room is holding down great numbers. They're doing some of the best numbers out of all these in here, except for the chain, which we'll get to here in a minute. Because a chain has moved in. Whether you like it or not, Nickel City's a fucking chain. I don't know what the fuck Nickel City is. I'm so confused. It's a bar. On uh, Magnolia? No, it's on okay. South Main. Okay, South Main. It's okay. right across from uh, Tarantula. You're talking about Tequila. that ownership group as okay. a chain. okay. The guy has opened these. He's got the original ones in Austin. There's the, now Nickel one in City? Fort Worth. Yeah. Okay. Travis. So you're talking about He's the actual, one there. the image, Nickel City. But that, that group of investors has a bunch of shit too, right? It's just him. It I mean, he him? helped start down and out. But he's got stuff in Lockhart, two restaurants, a chicken joint. Mm-hmm. And because that's where he lives most of the time. Jimmy's Chicken Check? Yeah. <laughs> but he's got, uh, there's the Nickel City in Austin. There's a Nickel City in Fort Worth, and now there's one in Houston that's twice as big as. And there's a wooden the nickel in Grapeland, wow. Texas. And that place is fucking ridiculous. It's a chain, and mm-hmm. the bad thing is, is that they're making a fuck ton of money. I mean, they're clearing. I mean, you just tell you right here, and this is all open knowledge. I'm not giving away any secrets. You can go look this up. You can what's go find food, it. What's the food? What's their menu like? They have a full menu. Well, it's all that. Is it bar that truck stuff? outside or the little uh, uh, trailer that's out there outside like on the truck? patio? Yeah, it's a food trailer. But they're clearing in October. They cleared one hundred ninety-seven thousand. Now that's fifty thousand dollars less than last year. Wow! But they they cleared that little building on South Main cleared one hundred ninety-seven thousand in October. Yeah. Um. That's pretty fucking ridiculous. When everybody else is a, is in the forty to sixty thousand dollar range, yeah, around there, all the other businesses around there. I mean, right across the street was is Bearded Lady, and you're looking at fifty eight thousand mm. right across the street. So the the thing that bothers me about Nickel City, and anybody can come on here and correct me. Hell, Travis can email me if he wants to. I don't see them. I don't see that money staying in Fort Worth. No, of course not. I see it going to build Houston and to build whatever the fuck's being built in Lockhart. Mm-hmm. 
I don't see their name on any sponsorship for anything in Fort Worth. I, you know, yeah, they have dog adoptions and stuff. They're trying to be like the next flips, basically. Yeah, yeah. They start start these all over the state. There's another one, another group that moved into California that built a place in up in North Dallas. They're now building one on West Seventh in the old uh, American Gardens or America Gardens lot. I can't remember what it's called because I just ran fiber in there, but. Yeah, it's kind of like that. There's, they just want to be these giant franchise groups, but the money's not staying here, and that's mm-hmm. what pisses me off. Mm-hmm. Is because these other places that are closing are mom and pop, yeah. Fort Worth yeah. proud places. Yep. Nickel City's mm-hmm. not Fort Worth proud. You can say you are all you want, but you're building this shit all over the state. Fuck you. Yeah. You've got they, fuck they, you. They, they have an agenda, and it's to make yeah. as much money as possible for them. And you know that's and fine. Use I totally get they it. Can. Yeah. I totally get it. But it sucks. But it sucks. And yeah, they're making a fuck ton of money. People are going there, whatever. But it's not supporting mom and pop businesses yeah. here. Yeah. And there's a lot of bar owners that have said some shit since all this has gone down since yesterday. There's a lot of different people own different restaurants, different venues and stuff that have said some shit, you know. Like what? When, when stuff comes out like this, loose lips happen. And yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of animosity towards that joint. Nickel City? Yeah. Or just... And some of it's been said chain publicly. Chain bars, period. Nickel City and it's chain just, bars that are moving in. Yeah. That yeah. are moving in and... and you have and two not, level of chains, too. You have... Not you have helping ch- out Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... That sucks. Not being a part of the mom and pop business, which, if that's your plan, fine. Whatever. But the people that are... That keep frequenting that spot or maybe talking about it all over their social medias or podcast or whatever mm-hmm. you're not helping fort worth mm-hmm. no. and, and if this scene dies yep. everything dies i mean our show's you know gone there's no point you know in doing what? a fucking show you know yeah. no one's gonna want to listen to us yeah. just come in here and talk about shit that's going on in dallas and didn't i doubt it i could entertain yeah i probably could <laughs> but anyway but hey the, no, you know I what though I, here's what since i moved to arlington back to arlington one thing that I made a point to was to get involved. I need to do better. Was get involved in the community that I'm around. Um, and I'll tell you one, like a little secret. I know it's cheeseball, but go find uh, Facebook neighborhood groups, like food, foodie, group, foodie groups and stuff like that. And see the stuff that's around you and go in there. Don't go, don't decide, oh, I'm going to go to police or to, uh, to uh, let's see. Uh, I don't Chili's. Yeah, yeah. Or wherever, on the border. Yeah, on the border, and and try some of these different types of places because that's that's the thing too is it's not just regional chains that are that are screwing over people like in that in this part of Fort Worth. It's also national chains that they got to deal with too. You got freaking uh, when they can drive five minutes and go to uh, Twin Peaks or something like that. Or um, let's see, Twin Peaks. They used to be regional too, but they're national too now. No, they're totally national. I'm just, I mean, they started here, but yeah. I'm just saying, go grassroots on how you discover places to go eat and drink at. That's what you Man, need to do. Miss Cannon Chinese, Cannon yeah. Chinese was awesome. Sin, Sinjinku Station. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, there's all sorts of badass places to eat. But it, seriously, if if our music and art scene dies, Fort Worth becomes a piece of shit. Yeah. Fort Worth, there's. In the 90s, it was a piece of shit. <laughs> it really was. Sundance Square mm-hmm. was pretty much desolate, which it's kind of getting there now. Nixon's because of, there. Because <laughs> of 
Sasha Bass and what she's done. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I just hope y'all are ready for this. I lived here during that. Mm-hmm. Was playing in bands during that. It fucking sucked. So, getting back specifically to the area that we started talking about, the south side, right? Yeah. So, I ask again, what do you think happened? Like, what is... There's got to be something that has has changed the face or, or the attraction of buying commercial spots and doing starting a bar starting a restaurant and a vibe of something going the synergy's gone it seems like it, what do you think it's, happened? it's the it, same shit yeah. what do you mean the same shit the, the same just, shit too, the too expensive to go eat yeah. and it's food inflation whatever wish now the true flint, artists are starting to move out you think if two people go eat at wishbone of flint you're looking at a buck fifty okay mm-hmm. just bam there's dinner bam there's a there's buck fifty just straight up but that's everywhere. Cocoa shrimp on the freaking weekends. Um, so we're back to people just not going out then. That's what you're saying? It's a little bit of that. It's a little bit of it being expensive. You know, people go down there and eat lunch. There's, I know people that work down there and can't don't eat at those places because it's too much to eat yeah. lunch. Yeah. You can't do that daily. You know, if you work in a building right beside or, you know, right there where Bearded Lady is, you can't go to Bearded Lady every day. It's too expensive. But from like the real estate side of it, like from a commercial real estate perspective, it's too expensive. Yeah, that's yeah. The no, nobody can get a mm-hmm. loan to get a space except big corporations, and so it's like those are the people who are going to move into places. The only thing that can move into places, people regular it's people the, can't get it anymore. I have a feeling that it's the same thing that we see happen with Deep Ellum. It gets flushed in and then flushed out. Flushed in, the artists move in, then it gets cool again, and then the investors come in. And they get fl- yeah, the artists get how, flushed out. Look how commercialized Deep Ellum is now, and that's probably what we're going to see, unfortunately, on the south side of Fort Worth because you're so close to so many people that got dough that hang out in that area that they and they want to stay there, so they want to make it their home, and then that's when you lose your artist. So I also had a conversation with a guy that is into that has been in and worked in several local scenes and not nationally Just, and internationally. Yeah. Spent a lot of time. And I'll tell you guys who they are off the air. I'm not going to say who it is on the air, but he has been through this quite a few times. He's seen them rise and fall. And he says, he straight up said Fort Worth about to fall hard. Mm-hmm. The bubble's about to bust. Because everywhere he has been and there's been a massive influx of people, the first place, first places that suffer are the bars and the music venues. They're the first places to close and go. Hmm. And he's like, "Don't know why, but that's always the case." Because it's when more grassroots, it's more influx, mom and pops, massive influx of people. You mean like migration just, from other states? Perhaps, other states, yeah. people yeah. moving in, okay. and our population shooting through the roof, mm-hmm. going crazy. Yeah, that, that makes sense. That's what. That's why we need the carpet bomb. <laughs> No, <laughs> we just needed COVID to be a little bit more hardcore to take people. Oh, I can't yeah. say that. We can't say that. Yeah, the the I don't know, man. That's the business cycle of things. I mean, I don't know if anything that's going to change unless you started voting for people that are just specifically have a one track mind, and that is to keep it grassroots and keep it Fort Worth central, and that's it. Or you, you can, go to you these, can do that, or you go to these places that have a chance. That have a, if people start attending and going to these places that have a real chance, 
Cicada has a real chance. Tulips does too. Tulips has an yeah. awesome booking agency behind them. Um, they're getting awesome shows there. You know, they're fixing to open up that back bar, you know, expand and everything. But Cicada has an awesome opportunity right there, especially right now with Lola's closing for the influx of music and bands. And the way things are set up just because of what I know, you know, it has a great chance to survive, but people have to go and they have to want to go and they have to Gotta get foot traffic. You have to care about this. Now, that's the other thing. That's bad. If Cicada can hold on for a little bit, they're fixing to have a bunch of fucking apartments built around them. And if you can get the foot traffic, that's what helps the locals that live like behind Nickel City and stuff. That's how you get your regulars yep. you know, that come down from those apartments and stuff. Um, but, yeah, if they can hold on for a little bit, Pouring Glory, um, Bricks, Cicada. Did you look at Pouring Glory's numbers? To? I'd really be interested in that. I didn't pull them. Uh, we didn't have our producer pull those. We didn't have those pulled. <laughs> we didn't have those pulled. I got but yeah, def- your, your message is right though. If you if you get a chance, if you have a chance to go out, your kids are gone or something. You got yeah. a chance to go hit the town. Go hit the town. I mean, down and outs numbers go- aren't out of control. Crazy. They're not fantastic. You don't have to, but go they're to great. Billy Bob's. They're good. <laughs> No one goes to Billy Bob's, really. That's, That's what people do immediately when they come here. They just, just oh, go yeah, to sure. Billy. I got a good yeah, Billy sure. Bob's, man. Or Texas Live. Fuck that. Are place. there any like, good shows at Billy Bob's anymore? Like I feel like it's yeah. been the, years. Like Sturgill was the last okay. one I saw oh, that was any pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Have y'all been to Tannehill's? Cody Jinx. Yep. Yes, I've been there a few times. I haven't been there yet. It's What's, great. It is. It's awesome. But it is a Live Nation Tim Love building. It's another guy that's trying to that's flying the coop too. That he he's like he says he's all Fort Worth four thousand BX nine, but you oh. know at the end of the day he wants to do the same thing as oh dude in Vegas, yeah, uh, the chef guy, um, and Wolfgang Puck. No, the dude. Remember we almost went to his uh, Hell's Kitchen, Hell's guy? Kitchen Amen. guy, yeah. Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, Gordon Ramsay. We did go to Hell's Kitchen. And we just that's either. the other thing, too. This move by Mark Cuban, That's uh, all eyes are going to, uh, like you said, Texas Live, that area. Because what have we been saying since they've been doing construction out there, period? This thing looks like they're trying to do Vegas Part 2. Holy shit, really? Night Ranger's coming to Billy Bob's. Whoa. Bam! <laughs> Marlon, we're in, right? We're in. We got to go. <laughs> the uh, the But my point this Cuban thing that didn't help things either, because you know how many people now are turning their sights towards New Vegas because of they think Cuban might be on to something. Well, we got to get. What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. So we have talked about he, the last few voting cycles that we're really fucking close, close to, to having, having legalized gambling. Yeah, in state. Jesus, we that's what we're yes. talking about. Basically, yeah, okay, okay. like a Texas lot- Live, you can tell they're set it up. It's like a booking sort right of thing. To, okay. to have to be a big ass and sports booking. Place. There's a lot of people that have bought land and property around the stockyards in Panther Island that are just waiting because yeah. there's no reason to build anything if you're not going to make any money. Yeah, yeah if everything's so, going to turn to a casino everywhere, then they're hang on. waiting. And as soon as this casino, we're going to have casinos all over. Which of course, depending on how they do it, yeah, it'll be great. That'd be great. You know. Places for the homeless to go. It would be great. It would be great. <laughs> we but can give them apartments. Come on, what are you talking about? It's going to be great for for I guess taxation because there'll be a more more people more businesses getting taxed. But the problem is it's it's going to be terrible for what we just mentioned, which would be places like Cicada. So, you know, well, it, 
it's a, again like what the government could do with it is like w- versus like what is Fort Worth actually going to do with something like that. I if, would say if, worst case know. scenario is <laughs> that's what government usually does. Whatever yeah. the worst thing they can do, they're probably going to do. Well, the also idea was like if it passes, one of the amendments on the bill was there could only be so many casinos, casino license granted and, per A level counties in the state. Yeah. Okay. So let's say Tarrant County See, is, okay. is an A county. That's label. what I'm talking about. You can only get like three or four that's, licenses. When you went outside a while ago, that's what licenses. I was talking about. That there. See, that's what Fort Worth needs to do. They need to vote in the right type of people that put those type of clauses, those type of stipulations on any kind of development. Because everybody's – yay. everybody thinks development. Yay. Yeah, development's going to cure everything. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily. It can also end, end up being a nightmare. Well, if you put into place things to protect the community yeah. and make sure you're voting for people that are going to go in and yeah. and protect the Fort Worth community. Two, two ways to protect. I like what who's, I'm, yeah, Sorry, go for it. Yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Can say that because then we'll get back to this maybe last. Uh, who's going to pay for it, right? Okay, we usually hear that in regards to other stuff, but we're talking that. Like, oh, we are. Who's going to pay? The casinos should pay for it. What will probably happen if it happens is that they're going to make the taxpayers give them a huge tax relief or whatever. We're going to pick up the slack. We still got to pay for Dickies, though. So Yeah, ex- it's that, that's exactly what I'm talking <laughs> about. We shouldn't be doing that. We yeah. should be subsidizing Cicada, for instance. We should be subsidizing the local places that actually need our – our tax, our tax dollars, right? Fucking gigantic global casinos don't need our tax dollars, right? They, they got, got plenty of fucking money. That's right. That's right. But that's the whole thing. Like the whole system is set up since Nixon, essentially, for the past 50 years. They flipped it where they're the ones that get all of the resources and everything they need. And the, the human beings, which by the way, corporations aren't real. Governments aren't real. We made them up. People they are. They don't exist. People are real. There are no lines on the ground that show us where states or no. countries are. No, there's not. There's no, nothing. Except rivers. I mean, you know. Yeah. Grand's and line, sometimes but. it's a border. Sometimes it's not. You know? Yeah, sometimes it's not. Um, Sorry. Javier cracks me up. It's going to be like Biff timeline from Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> but, Javier, instead That's of good. replace Biff with Tim Love. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Tim man. Love's Hotel and Casino. You know that's going to – that's that, down yeah. the way. Yeah. He's got that all lined yeah, up. Yeah, he, he looks like a human casino already. That when he he's walked, got that look. When he walked into that periphery, show, did he have some prints on his jeans? We were standing up and oh, you weren't there. Uh, oh God, at Tannehill's? I told the story. We were at Tannehill's. Uh, me and Chris were at, at some Ed Hardy at periphery, jeans. and like we're up in the VIP that overlooks the stage, and he's got a bar behind the stage. It's the the love room or whatever, and. Only, you know, if you pay a certain amount, you can get in this club. And it's all like oil barons and shit back there. People, stupid rich. Of course. Well, he comes. I'm standing there watching the show, shooting some picture stuff. And I look over and it's all dark down this hallway. And this figure comes walking towards me in this duster. (laughs) Giant, huge duster. duster? (laughs) Yeah. Skinny jeans, you know, boots. A... Under the duster, he had a vest on, and he had a scarf wrapped around his neck, and he had this flat bill cowboy hat um, with this giant peacock feather sticking oh out, God. like like he just like he was the pimp of a trail ride. <laughs> like Hillman is, he just rode into town, you know, herding some cattle, but he was also the pimp of that. Did you that play trail. Red Dead? Yeah. yeah, it sounds like a redhead sandy. You know what it sounds like to me? It sounds like and he walked over. It sounds and I like just the Duttons. started laughing. 
Sounds like a <laughs> cracked me up. It sounds like a wannabe J or what is it? Ryan Bingham on the on that show Yellowstone, like the Duttons or something, is what he's trying to go for. It was like if if Shaft was a trail boss. That's what it reminded me of. I mean, that's kind of a cool pastiche, just in the abstract. Like, did all he, right. you but didn't happen to see if he had prints lying. on his pockets and stuff? I like, didn't. it wouldn't be oh, jeweled. No, there was stitching. There was stitching. There was the okay, crazy cool. douchebag stitching. He probably got it a Marfa. It was so awesome. It was so awesome. Like Hank Hill like with a pimp cowboy hat and the Dude. feather. Hank Hill's way cool. Anyway, and he just walked in there, Tim licked Love. a periphery, and crowd's going nuts. The venue's packed out. And he just looked around. He's like, yeah, I'm making money tonight. Later. Yeah, cool. This band brought me money. So he let me ask you all this. On the casino gambling thing, which one do you think is going to come first, legal weed or legal gambling? Gambling. I bet it's gambling, too, just because of the Republican roots that are dug in so hard in the state. The numbers we're losing every year. I bet. It's $8 Sosa? Yeah, to all our neighbors. To our neighbors. Yeah. Sosa, honestly. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of fucking I think, honestly, it'll be federally legal before it's Texas legal. Not with this president. True. Not with with probably whoever's going to be next, either. Yeah, like, I try to not get focused on the national stuff because it's so depressing. It is. Uh, And there's nothing we can fucking do about it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that it, I agree. It probably is going to be a national thing before Texas isn't going to do it. So what do you think? Um, what's your, what's your opinion of Maddie so far? Oh, um, so, okay. I'll be honest. Like I have not been as engaged this year. Like I paid attention to her getting reelected and that was kind of about it. So I don't know what she's done or said this year. I've been burnt out perfectly. I just, I'm just burnt out on politics for a lot of different reasons. Still kind of trying to pay attention to what's going on. But as far as like actively do like i don't know if y'all knew this i like volunteered for the democratic party last year we knew you like were doing six, the, seven uh months. you were doing some head like getting together for some uh was a protest right around the so uh, it, yeah 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 we, we talked in 2020 about, about yeah, the protest yeah. and stuff yeah. and that was that was just me doing my own thing with a bunch of other people doing our own thing and starting and you, know, you actually enough is enough tried to make a deal stuff. with the devil yeah we did mm-hmm. we got to meet maddie and, and do all that stuff um and and the and chief kraus back when he uh when he was chief but, um, yeah, like now, like I, d- doing all that and going through last election cycle, I'm just like, this isn't spunt like the part. I don't like the Democratic Party. Like, I'm not a shill for them or anything. I don't like political parties, really. I feel like, especially when we only got two to pick from people's ideologies are all over the place. And like most countries, you got a dozen or 16 or 20 parties to pick from. And we just got the two. Yeah. I hate that dynamic. Um, but it's like if I'm going to volunteer in my area, like which one? Obviously, the one that's not racist, like will be the one that I'm going to be working with, <laughs> right? Obviously, yeah. even though the Democrats totally can be racist too, they're just way more subtle about it and unaware of it often. Um, but like that, but we, we need the black vote exactly, and that, that and the we fact need the that Mexican vote. The fact no, that it's framed on, that man. way, right? It's terrible. it's terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. It is terrible. Anytime on, I hear they, them say Democrats have moved on from vote, they like, they moved on from the black vote. Democrats, they're they're all they're already down. They've already thrown gay and lesbians out. But like, that's like the, that's the, the Democratic that's the Party way they do here. Things, like most people don't think about this. Like everyone focuses on the National Party, like Owen Biden and like the DNC or mm-hmm. the RNC or whatever. Yeah. But like the way the parties work is they work statewide and then locally. You know, yeah. precinct by precinct. Um, and so it's like a matter of resources, volunteers. There's a lot of it's volunteers. And so I did learn kind of how the process worked. But what I also learned is that like the party here is incredibly, incredibly weak. Incredibly unengaged. Incredibly, also like no no disrespect to the people that I worked with because they were great people, but very like old. I was if that's by the far case, the youngest person. Like, how are we so close oh, really? to being a? I mean, we've been a purple 
on the Democrat county side. for the last couple of times. And, but how are we so close to yeah. being blue if they're so weak? Because they don't get any money from the National Party because the National Party doesn't think doesn't believe they, that they Texas don't, they can don't be have flipped a shot. or whatever. Exactly, they don't have a shot because they've never had. It's been thirty years since they've had a shot. Yeah, so they don't get and support Richards. there. Exactly, they don't get support here. Because there's just no org- there's no political organizing like that doesn't happen. It's not a part of our Texas culture where we go out and do canvassing, which is like other cities, other states. That's like more of a thing people do, and so the money that does come in is you know twenty times what the Democrats get is obviously Republicans, and they're getting it from the Bass family and from like all the rich people in the area. Yeah, so that's why Tim like Love. It's, yeah, Tim exactly Tim Love. Of course they're lobbying for things and getting tax breaks for their business. His hotel and, and casino exactly a hundred percent. And so because of all that stuff, like. You know, I, I'm just kind of burnt out. Not that I don't think things can change, because we have to think things can change. Otherwise, what the fuck are we doing here? They have to. We have to fix this. And if you look through history, that's why I like history. People do change shit. It just requires a lot more than we often think it does. It's way harder than we think it is, but it's possible. Yeah, if we set shit you on know. fire. Sometimes that's, that's what it comes way, to. You, you know. just read the Prince, right? Go to Machiavelli, Machiavelli, the 1600s. That's pretty much what he says. If you're going to be a ruler. Like treat the people well, or they'll fucking kill you. <laughs> see, that's the so, thing. Like, yeah. I think that. See, that's what I think. Democrats have fallen in the trap. They've gotten too high and mighty, and they've they're they remember they used to be the party of the blue collar. Yeah, not anymore. And they're not anymore. And that's a terrible. They, they, that's unions are yeah. turning their back on them. Yeah. Right. They used to be the party of the union. Now 100%. the unions are like. <laughs> yeah. So, but the, the support you. you the. That's what. That's funny because when when Beto and the you know we were on the cusp of elections a few years ago and everybody's like, we're going to turn Texas blue. Yeah. And my, for at first, you know, it sounds great. Cause you're like, yes, that means we're going to get weed, which I think is, would be very beneficial to yeah, the state. But yeah. then, but then at, in the back of my mind, every time I saw someone or someone came on our show or some Beto, da, 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 I'm like, it's not going to happen, man. I'm sorry, dude. Like I, I want it. I'm, I'm all for diversity as far as government powers and people telling me what to do. But Republicans aren't going anywhere in Texas, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not for a while. You, what you got to do is – They got to die off. Well, it's gerrymandering too. <laughs> it, 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 you know, it's, yeah, yeah, but both sides it, are doing but, that. Oh, absolutely. That, that's the but thing. here in Texas, like, that's, you know, the Republicans are the ones who have been but doing But you got to get Democrats to decide they want us to put the money in to try to exactly. gerrymander the shit out of Texas. Yeah. But uh, what's crazy yeah. is like everybody loved Ann Richards when she was there. Yeah, like, no, There, that, there it, wasn't like a whole lot – I mean, there was hate here and there. Yeah, there always is. There's always going to be people, but it was majority. Everybody loved them. She was cool. Yeah, Yeah. and Richard was awesome. I had the you know the poll numbers. Well, national poll numbers are awful. Yeah. Of like Biden is is at his lowest lowest approval rating, thirty seven percent. Yeah. And that's which is ridiculous. Right. I mean, many, we were saying that when Trump had around thirty-seven, right? Yeah. We were saying the same thing. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, you're totally really ridiculous. Hey, and how many apology emails have we gotten after we told, "Don't fucking vote for this idiot"? Have we no. gotten any? Not. But the choices weren't good, huh? The choices weren't good. No, I mean, but yeah. I'm I'm still allowed to be bitter because I said I wasn't going to vote for for Biden. I'm I can still be bitter because yeah. I was called a white supremacist, an extremist. No. A Republican. Because you didn't vote for anybody. An orange man. Uh, And you didn't even vote for anyone. I didn't vote for anybody, and I got attacked. So I still get to be mad. For not doing that. I did that in 2016. That's my right. That's my right to not vote for anybody. 
racist. Did you vote? American did you right? did you go vote but just not vote for president, or did you just not go vote? No, I didn't like anybody. Silence anything, is anyway. violence. You should go vote, but just discuss that first or second vote because there's all those local offices. Dustin, and silence those is violence. Need your vote, like the people in the very bottom. Silence is violence. I too. just went. Silence and can be violence depending on what's happening around you. I went in front of my local voting I, uh, pre, uh, booth. And I'll get just, back to that. I put duct tape over my mouth, wrote PMRC on my chest, took all my clothes off, and stood there. <laughs> there you go. I was like, and everybody was confused. I think you should do the MC <laughs> professional middle class. No PMRC. Oh PMRC. Yeah. What's... Parental Music Rights Council. Oh. That's the funny. That's you know, what Rage Against the Machine did at Lollapalooza. You know, it's fun. That's a throwback. Yeah, we were, we you know, know. I had this discussion the other night about how, and then uh, I tucked and I went. <laughs> <laughs> I had a discussion about uh, Democrats and how how they honestly they have shown their ugly face about censorship all through the times. If you think about it. Because right now, that's what bothers me. Right, and the thing that's funny is, is, is uh, people are starting to realize that people are starting to realize, man, when they're the ones about putting a muffle. Are hardcore about censorship on stuff. Oh man, it, it freaks yeah. me. But out. that's the thing. There's one party that's done it consistently. Like, look at Tipper Gore. What was she doing back in the day? I'm trying to censor kids. What are we? What are, what are Democrats trying to do on with social but media right on. now? That actually yeah. helped a whole lot of people because it's it's proven it fact. Sales. If you got yeah. if you got that a parental sticker. advisory sticker put on your record, your sales shot through the roof. Mm-hmm. I knew. I think there was a a Christian band. Do y'all remember Vengeance? There was some Christian band that no. that's screamo, right? Like, no, it wasn't. It was it was like hair death screen? metal. Oh, it was okay. Yeah. But anyway, I think I don't know. It might not have been them, but I, there was one Christian band that wanted to get that the parental advisory, even though they didn't have anything. <laughs> it was a Christian, but they knew it helped their sales. It's good. Good point. Good thinking. Just yep. showing off some new merch here. I agree with you, Susie. You All go. politics is local. Maximum rock and roll that's has what a great quote: "Politics is when you interact with others." And that's what I said True. earlier, Susie. And a civil a man, wise too. man not- once told us that. You gotta take care of shit in your own backyard. Yep. yep. And they'll yep. tell you that's where the most crooked shit is too. That's why uh, you got to do it. So I, I'm gonna going back to the Maddie Parker thing. I'm not happy yeah, yeah. with Maddie. her and the city council what they've been doing with Fort Worth. You know, I I drive all over Fort Worth daily, um, cover about twenty three hundred miles a month as I go all over the city. Wow. And the things I've seen slowly decay while they're focusing on certain areas mm-hmm. like we got to make sure this area around the arts district and around dickies is taken care of and we got to build all these fucking warehouses along 35 because I, I still want to put a petition up that we change fort worth to fort warehouse because there's so many warehouses yeah. being built but the fort homeless issue it's out national of crisis. control but locally it is getting yeah. so bad that's what i was going to ask you and the South Side got are they getting overrun too there? The Everywhere. The, the, the I'm whole, seeing homeless States people too. in places I never thought I would see them. Mm-hmm. And like I, I bet you we could go to every bridge here in Fort Worth mm-hmm. and I'd say ninety percent of them have people living oh, yeah, there. Yeah, I bet you're yeah. right. It's wild. Yeah. And and it's like I don't see the city doing anything. They're leaving it up to you know the Salvation Army mm-hmm. or the. You sound like Circle Jerk of Austin now. The, I'm okay. No, that's why I said I want to start. That's ninety nine percent of their of their of their post, and it's it's all satirical, but it's freaking hilarious. But why? 
I mean, everybody says you can't go to the city for these certain things. This you can. You can't. I mean, it, it, we should. I mean, and we thing. should. And like it's, you were talking about housing earlier. Yeah. Yeah. And well, like you – again, it's not the city doing it, but there's a couple of things. There's two different projects over the past year, year and a half that are these little pilot projects where it's like we're going to build 50 small houses, tiny houses or something. Or we're going to have like a 100 units of these little bitty places that we're going to let people live in for six months as a transition from being homeless. You know, And they, it's subsidized and it's paid for. But it's not the city doing it. It's private companies. I think one of them is a church. But Union Gospel one of, was see, one of them. Yeah, Union Gospel. Union right. Gospel yeah. because we help – we put fiber in there. Oh, okay. Yeah. So nice. they have great internet. Yeah. They've got better internet Good. than most people, you know, which is great because you can use it to help you tra- you know, do yeah. stuff online and get yourself going. And then the, uh, I think Salvation Army is building something down there too. Okay. But Union Gospel built the big one. Yeah. You know, this the homeless, the that we need to arm them. Yeah, we should with Wi-Fi. Uh, we. I don't know what this is. One this is this 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 subject perplexes me because what you just said a while ago about the how we need to build like these private companies came in and build will will build these things. We need it subsidized. The problem is if you if you talk to people from Austin, they don't go to it. The homeless won't go. Oh, okay, well, they, they build it. They build it, but they won't go there. So it it depends obviously on the individual. But the reason why – what I know about our shelters here because my wife uh, is a social worker and she worked in housing for, for young people that before she now is getting her PhD. So she's not doing it currently. But she knew the areas here, the shelters in the area. She interacted with them. She, her clients sometimes lived in them and she would be the person who got them out of them into somewhere else temporarily. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not safe depending yeah. on who you are. Right. Uh, if, you're, yeah, if you're a person of color, if you're trans, if you're a woman, if you're very young, 15, 16, 17. A kid, yeah. Yeah, you're going to be trafficked. Um, and so that's one of the reasons why people are like, I'm not going to go there. Because depending on who you are, it's probably not a good idea for you to go there. I don't know what – like I don't know understand why this country doesn't decide and all the way down to a, a micro level on, the, on a local level too – that it has to be addressed in a different way. Gavin fucked it all up in California. It's obvious. Let's not follow that pattern. Let's not follow Austin. Austin has done a terrible job. We need there needs to be some people that have some brains that know how to critically think. Sorry, millennials. Know how to cl- critically think. We, I got brains. Getting got you brains. do. You are an, you're an exception, by the way. <laughs> What you identify you? more with Gen X than no, you do. I don't. I'm, a, I'm an elder oh, millennial. Dude, I'm 39. You, oh man, I would say he's a Gen X identifier, wouldn't you? Gen X? I'd you say said? you're a Gen oh, okay. X because no, I believe I, there's I two kinds of millennials. I think that one, there's a group of millennials that identify more with with uh, Gen X, and then I find that there's other millennials that just don't have brains. <laughs> if I had an older sibling, maybe. Yeah, but I don't, and so I'm like right there on that. Yeah. that cutoff. Well, the point besides if you are or not, my point is. People need to get in the room and, and a think tank and some philosophers and some economics people and some yeah. people that don't have any kind of strings attached to any kind of agenda and figure something out. Well, here – I mean here it, it's already been figured. The social theory has been I, done. How, what is it? It's a matter of – What is it? What, so, so what is it? What's been question? figured out? Ask your question. I'll, My I'll question is what do you answer. think could cure homeless in the in, – in Fort Worth alone? Easy. What's that? Money. From, and that's from what the, it is. From, it's a from, big business. Do you think? Well, you think if we got it money, doesn't like, have to be. See, this know, is where I disagree with you because Austin has plenty of money. No, no, no. Here, so our state, because every state does it differently. 
the way we do taxes. And I know in America, we fucking hate taxes. So just talking about taxes makes people eyes glitter, makes, makes them mad. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't. We don't associate it with pride in our place and where it's like, well, I'm from here. I like this place. I want it to be nice and good and clean. And so I'm willing to spend some of my money to make it that way. And in like other, in European countries, certainly, but like also Asian countries, other parts of the world, there's just this understanding where like this is our society. We're going to pay for it. And in America, that's like the opposite of what we do here. Because of the way we were developed. Because of how – you know, there's a long – yeah, that's a simple right. way to put it. There's a long greed. answer there too. But talk well, it's about- not greed. We, we, we well, had to give is- the bird we, – well, yeah, part of it is greed. But we remember the way we got started as a country was giving the bird to taxes. Exactly. And that's part of our story that we tell ourselves. Like that's one of the many, many reasons why that happened. But talking about taxes specifically, we of all the 50 states hate taxes the most. And we got a lot of money. And and so we got rid of you know our in, our state income tax, yep. which I'm glad you know I don't want to pay that either. No one wants to pay more been? money. I don't I don't know. That's a good question. Look that up. But because of that, that means there's only two other ways that we can get money to pay for everything. If we can't do a state income tax, we have less money coming in than states who have that. Yeah. So where do we get the money? We get it from a sales tax, which is capped federally at eight and a half cents a dollar. So like some states have smaller than that. We have the highest. If you say that. NGOs next. Well, no, it's NGOs exist because of things the government doesn't do. Right. The government right, but, should be doing could be doing those things. But you don't think don't, NGOs NGO is a remedy. Do it. You don't think that's as a remedy, though. An NGO. No, yeah, coming in, like no a, NGOs are bad. I think yeah, NGOs right. are, are a symptom of a problem that isn't being resolved by the state. There you opinion. go. Okay, I agree uh, with you. And so, like in Texas, how are we going to pay for all this shit? Sales tax isn't going to cut it, so we have property taxes. That's it. And so that's why we fight every single fucking election cycle about property taxes going up. Property taxes going up. If it's not property taxes and not the sales tax, we need to tax the businesses and the corporations more. But that's how it's that that your your burden. Of property taxes right now is supposed to be on the commercials, but it's not and the industrials. All the ones talking about growth, talking about economic prosperity, Fort Worth is growing. Got all these businesses moving here. All those businesses moving here are getting tax cuts, massive tax. They're cuts not paying the fair share. They're not paying. And, and again, you and me make a, a, a paycheck. We make you know. So you're saying a little bit of paying, money when they have to pay a different when they have to pay a different and a higher tax rate. It gets negated because they get cuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they got millions the, of dollars. Who's got the one that right? just moved in here? Carpet bomb at all. <laughs> Someone just moved in here. Like when Facebook moved in, they got massive tax cuts mm-hmm. just to put their data center here. But someone else just moved in here, and it's like uh, it was stupid. PGA is up north. That's in, yeah, Frisco. in Frisco. Frisco. But it was Fort Worth, and I thought I was reading it. It was like, yeah, they got a they got a, a tax exemption for like two years or something. You're like, what? Yep. They're building yeah. this giant ass warehouse for their like Amazon or something. It wasn't Amazon. I can't remember who it was. I think it was a chip company. Yeah, Frito-Lay. A, a micro, I mean, it happens all the no, time. A so I'm company. sure. I'm, oh, okay. That was moving in because Intel was supposed to move in at one time. They backed out, but I think it was someone else's moving in here. That's a chip manufacturer, two years? and was like, yeah, they get a, a tax exemption for like two years. You're like, what? And so to go back to all that, like, if we had enough tax money. We could pay for all those things that we're talking about. We could subsidize the, the cicada or, or the music scene as a whole. We could subsidize housing for people who need it temporarily to help them get on their feet or what have you. you. Like we could just pay for all the stuff. All the problems we have could be fixed with money. But the government – because people hate government because we think we hate it. It's a tool, and our government's broken. That's why we hate it. But it doesn't have to be broken. Um, if you know our government took care of all these things, then our society would be better. But we don't trust it enough because it lies to us and is corrupt, right? Like the, the American government – 
It's been uh-huh. terrible for a long a decade. That's what's scary now. Both so sides say it. that. Like yeah. you have you have the far right and you have the far left saying fuck the government right yeah. now. They they cannot be trusted at all. And this is why corruption is so bad mm-hmm. because people stop believing in the thing. And if people don't believe in it, it's not going to work. That's right. Like democracy, you have to believe it's going to work. Otherwise, it's what's and the point. And our yeah, our belief and our apathy towards government right now is at an all time high. I'd say, which is bad because that means things are not working or not going to work. And it. Yeah. Also, is kind of means that things are going to get worse. Yeah, until you know something happens or changes. So that you know, talking—I don't want to throw around the R word or whatever—but talking about you know using violence to change things, like that's when nothing else changes. If you don't fix people's shit, it's what happens. That's exactly what happens every single time. So I can't wait on the subsidies. On the subsidies, you don't want that to happen. How do you how do you go about getting a subsidy even? Like, how do you qualify? Like, how do you go? Like, is it a, just a group of guys like, hey, we're going to start a subsidy that's for local bars and music venues? Like, how do you register all that? Um, I mean, it's a great quick. Great, I'm sure there's a bunch of red question. tape. It's lobby, lobbying. And so the corporations have money to pay lawyers to, to go to city you? council meetings to talk to city council members to say, hey, make this a city policy. Or but city if law. you don't have money for lawyers and you want yeah. to start a grassroots and if, and if you're working to represent Lola's at and noon when they do the city council meetings exactly. Tuesday, you know then you don't show up but those people the corporations have money to pay people to go do that for them so they go talk to politicians they get laws made for them oftentimes they write the laws and they hand them to the politicians here see if you can get a vote passed on this that's so sick yeah so one of the things that that's national too yeah more national i would say going back to the homeless thing and it's one of the things that always strikes struck Strikes me as odd right now is you got Butler Place sitting there completely empty, boarded up, completely yeah. empty. Houses. Yeah. Apartments. Yeah. Apartments, houses that are already built that mm-hmm. a bunch of those people could be moved into temporarily. Sure. Especially until they figure out what the hell's going on. Now, I don't know what uh, utilities are like over there, if they're fully functioning or broken or whatever, but do something with that area. Yep, and, and that's rather than trying to turn it into a commercial success, which is what they're trying. That's what they, I think, do. what they're going to try yeah. to do is try to make it beautiful homes and high rise apartments and all that that are right in that middle, you know, that island right there. Yeah. Whatever they put there is not going to work because of its geographic location. It's not going to. It's a pain in the ass to yeah. get in and out of. Which was the point. That's what they wanted to do with the people they put there. They yeah. wanted them to be separated from everywhere else in the city. Yeah, you so, just yeah. drive by them. There's highways that just drive by them or whatever. Um, but no, I can't find it. But I'm glad the city council approved a 1.25 billion budget for DFW Airport. <laughs> for wait, 2024. Wait, Fort Worth, Fort Worth pays the, for the airport. Uh, I think it's both Fort Worth and Dallas both. I did not know that. I mean, because it it's shared. Thing, but, okay. Yeah, because it's yeah. It says here Dallas city leaders also approved the budget as a co-owner city. Both cities. Yeah, own. that's. I've never even thought about that. I wonder how can't much money it. you know. You, you got to pay to the airport because that airport is your lifeblood, perhaps, depending on what your industry is. But we have three. Yeah. Fort Worth has three airports. You got, yeah, you got Meacham, Meacham. and Alliance. Because Meacham's not an international, and, though, is it? Yep. It is. Commercial, mm-hmm. right? Commercial international. <clears throat> commercial international. Was, you can still go out there and get flights. You can book flights out of Meacham. I didn't know that. It's hard and rare, but you can. Interesting. You got to go through certain channels. You can't just hop on kayak or flights.com <laughs> or whatever, but. You can't get flights out of there. If I go out there, can I fly standby? Just no. go up to a <laughs> hangar be like, and be like, hey, man, I'm here for standby. I think you're like one of four people that are getting <laughs> on this flight. 
So back, back, I don't know the homeless thing though bugs the shit out of me because I've thought it, it, it's, it's actually something that I've you know stayed up at night thinking about several times like what the fuck like there is no the only thing I can think of is concentrate on mental health and do it in a compassionate way but you can't you can't you can't round up people and put them in a place they don't want to be I don't think and that's, that's the thing. You, you just can't do that yeah. it's not going to work and it's not right. Unless people trust in the system of the They're people gonna, that are doing that, right? And there's no reason right now. You're going to hate what should. I'm about to say. Maybe. Okay, go for it. I think we need to bring back sanitariums. I think it's the only thing that's going to clean up any of this, honestly. And it's going to suck for a really long time. But I, don't I hate that. They call them something different, don't you? Don't use yeah, we won't use sanitariums. Well, yeah, asylum, mental but, wards, whatever. Yeah. The same – so that – that's really interesting that you bring Isn't that up. Isn't that what half of JPS is though? Like yeah, the, really, the yeah. upper two or three floors are a mental ward. Yeah. I and think that's just – that's by the that, city as best as it can yeah. be. Yeah. But I think asylums and, and mental ward – like actual mental ward – you're talking about a facility that's in a hospital. But – I'm saying we need to go back to where it's almost like prison state, where mm. out in the country you got places, and that's where we send. Like it's our Arkham mental- Asylum. I mean, not to not to make fun, yeah, of it, but light, I mean, light of it, yeah. I think we could talk about maybe changing the architecture a little bit for those places. But should there be oh, places yeah, that are not, the government not that terrible that are people can go because not I mean, pastels. They got rid of that in the seventies. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but yeah, in the seventies we had asylums, right? And you know, like one that's when we got rid of them. Though, that. Yeah, but we don't. They've been gone for fifty years, and so yeah, a lot of the people who are on the streets would be in a place like that when we got because a lot of it is like mental issues. Yeah. When yeah. we got rid of them, we didn't know we were going to go through thirty years of war. Like we have to do, we well, have we to have something. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty. You know, quiet after Vietnam for a while, except for was Latin it 10, 10, 15 years? But I have a better Eastern? idea. Nuke it all. This is just for <laughs> Fort Worth. We just put them all on Goatman's Island out in the middle of Lake Worth. I don't know if that's the 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 actual remedy. I'm just saying we have to stop treating it like that. Okay, here's I got a different not different Goat Man. Not, so I got one. <laughs> so I'm, out, I'm talking about the asylums again. <laughs> I, mean, I I'm down to have that conversation. I don't think that that it failed when we did it the first time because we didn't fund it. Um, if you fund it and do it was right, it, pri- it, it was privatized. No, it was public. It's private now. Fort Worth and has that's three the private hospitals, and that's it. And they're ten- if you go there, you're only there for a certain amount of time, and they mm-hmm. boot you out. But wait, well, hold on, hold on. Only three? I th- I mean, I could be wrong. Because it's a Millwood, the and, women's uh, prison, the one in. Oh, is, I'm not talking about the prison. So that's federal. Okay. And then the the what, prison what, in the South Side. I'm talking uh, about the psych hospitals. Yeah, yeah. Well, but, Wellbridge and Mesa Springs. And there's another one, I think. Is well, Millwood not public? Then you have the, the yeah, one in Arlington. The, they're all private. They're private. That's a private entity. And so again, meaning they make money. It's a business. You're making money yeah. off of people. See, that scares me. That, that, right? See, that remind when we when we talk about that now. Now I'm like, well, yeah. I, if you the the fastest way to get get places to put the mentally ill people that they round up is to I shouldn't say round that they corral is uh privatization but that scares the shit out of me because of our prison system uh, which part scares you all of it. The every single part of it. the privatization yeah. of prison yeah. systems Pri- and the privatization of money yeah. yeah but that's how it, that's the only way unless it gets tax dollars which is what we were kind of yeah. talking about <laughs> bring back yeah. internment camps he's gonna make, homeless no, dude he's no gonna, that's not the answer damn it so here's another one keep so throwing out things out not there have the state do all the work um just give people fucking money uh, I've heard universal basic income, but the that's thing is, another thing that can fix this problem. But then you get to, okay, then you have the problem of 
like the homeless that's in Vegas that's making $150,000 and not paying one damn bit of taxes on it. Now you got me fighting for taxes. No, so like, uh, so they've done a lot of, there's been more and more now that's becoming more of a thing, but there's been a lot of research done on what happens when you give a homeless person or a drug addict or whatever 500 bucks or you give them $100. What is that research, Jay? Um, it says they save it. They don't, they're already used to spending no money because they're homeless. Um, and so they make a little bit of money go a really long way. So if you give them a hundred bucks, they don't blow it. They don't blow it on drugs. They put it aside and they spend it on something that they actually need, maybe to get a job interview. The majority of the people that are given the five hundred dollars will save it instead of blowing it on crack immediately. There's a book called uh, um, Utopia for Realists by mm-hmm. Rutger Bredman. I would recommend that one. He talks a lot about this stuff. Um, yeah, like people take it, they save it, they use it to better themselves, maybe get transportation so they can then get a job, then have an income so they can get out of that situation. Most people don't waste it on drugs, but that's the perception. Oh, they're going to drink it all, mm-hmm. they're going to smoke it all or whatever. And it's like maybe one out of 100 or one out of 50 people will do that. But most people take that money that they get and they use it to get out of the situation that they're in. Bookmark that. I want to come back to that. But, Bookmarked. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you go universal income, are you going to keep it uh, a basic universal income for everyone or for someone that's not uh, making money So below a radar? Here's my take on stuff like that. Because when you start doing that, you start saying we're going to give money to people. You have to give it to everybody. You have to. If you start selecting and saying start this group but not that group, yeah, you start, being, you start doing imperialism all over again. You that's why doing, people are so yeah. against uh, reparations. It's like they, how is it going to go down? Exactly. Who's going to get it but yeah. if you're just giving money away, there's going to be people that aren't going to do anything for yeah. it. Yeah, and that's – you just have to accept that and go they are Americans. If you want to do it by citizens or whatever, they're Americans. They get it too. Maybe they don't need it. Fine. But everyone who needs it is just going to get it. Once you start means testing and saying, oh, you got to make this much money, like for student loans, Biden's saying, oh, you got to have X amount of hu- – and you know, make this much money before you get forgiven or whatever. Bullsh- that's bullshit. It should just be everybody or or nobody. Under UBI, can you still – this is one of the things that that has gone back and forth under what you're thinking. You still get that money, but can you go to work and have a real job and make the extra money and still get the free UBI? depends on the system. I mean I would say, yeah, you should still have people – Because you think it should be even for everyone. Well, you would just consider – you would consider the UBI the the passive – the passive income, or would your real job be your passive income? Exactly. Like, how far do you want to take it? Do you want to just get? I mean, we talk automation, talk AI. We are at some point, hundred years, two hundred years. We won't be doing jobs. Not Man. everybody's not going to have one. There's not going to be. I'm afraid to you're right. You know. Yeah. That's so. I don't. I don't even think that we're that point, far away. I, I don't either. Yeah. Maybe not. So people are going to still need money to survive. So it's almost like we've technologyed ourselves right? to death. Where does this money come from? It's taxes again. It's just our money. Here, it's our money that we but pay. See, we just get it back. So okay, then why that's have the taxes? part you need to explain. Then is because if you if you if the, if you went with the universal if you went with the universal income, right? Then I still have not been convinced by anyone's argument that you're not going to completely bankrupt the United States of America, especially with as many uh, people that are in our that have have flooded our country lately. So again, like if the corporations were paying. Taxes so you're going to put the burden on, not, the ta- on, the, right? on the corporations? Of course, because they got b- 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 billions of dollars, and I got you know a couple hundred in the bank or something, right? Taxing me is not going to get very much. Taxing right. them a small percentage is going to get a lot, it's a lot of money. It's very utopic, and it's sad because I agree with you, but the only way that I think that we can get there is with civil war because the elite are not going to let go of power. We, I mean, look at them now. They're running – 
they're running wild with it. I mean, yeah. So if, if just this got, happens... We just got flagged, by the way. <laughs> do yeah. you... You know, does Mark Cuban get a monthly amount since he's in the 1%, you know? Yeah. Everybody. You That's would, what I say. Yeah. So, and... The Democratic this, Party would never do something like that. Say this... Never, test this shit out. Yeah. yeah. Say the this monthly amount is, I don't know, $2,000, you know, for everybody. I mean, yeah. everything would have to come down. You know, everything's getting out of control. You know, I, I think part of the issues we're having, like we're talking about with these venues and how much covers cost now and how much drink costs now, or food and drink or, you know, cocaine. meals, whatever. Cocaine, that price hasn't changed, hasn't it? I mean, it's still pretty so. <laughs> We'll go test but, it after we're done. But the, <laughs> you know, you've got these McDonald's workers that are working, that are arguing, you know, fought for $15 mm-hmm. an hour. Uh, barely wages wage now yeah totally understandable but they're being replaced by kiosk and robots yep. but when you have these these smaller companies that are fighting you know uh people are fighting for these wage hikes it affects everything across the board mm-hmm. and i think that's why we're feeling a lot of what we're feeling and what we've yeah, been talking about sure. is because of these wage hikes oh so you're saying the wage hikes are causing the inflation mm-hmm. no i disagree yeah, that's the min- that, that's the main argument too. I think with I think minimum wage it. hikes, no. isn't it? Uh, all inflation is is just prices going up. It no. doesn't measure how they go up. Oh, sh- sorry. So y'all. the companies are just. But if you're paying an employee now fifteen dollars an hour, yeah, you got to get that money from somewhere. So my Big Mac is now ten dollars when it used to be four dollars. Have you seen what McDonald's pays people in Europe for the same products? And What's how much, that? How much a burger costs? Oh, more than fifteen dollars an hour, and their prices for their burgers are cheaper than our burgers. Uh, they're able to they it could be that way it can be that way but no the it corporations could be. It here could come down don't the corporations but, here they don't have the regulations they don't have the rules that tell them I, has minimum wage that. ever gone down in the history of the united states it hasn't gone up in 14 but i don't think it's gone down years or something what is it eight? that's the two thousand. but i don't think it's yeah. ever gone down has it? it's always an upward trajectory well, it depends on yeah. Not every country has a minimum wage, actually. But uh, if you do really? the UBI, yeah. everything would have to come down. Everything would have to yeah. drop. And you can World do that too. Wide. Like yeah. the, you, you can do price controls. We think of it as communism because that's what the Soviet Union and China does it too. It's not communism. It's just controlling the economy, centralized co- economy, which is what communist countries have done. But it's it doesn't have to be that. We could do that, but it's antithetical to the free market. Companies just do whatever the fuck they want whenever they want. That's how it's supposed to be. That's quote-unquote freedom. And if we start telling companies, hey, you can't charge more than $1,000 for rent, depending on your square footage or whatever. We could do that. Places do that in the world. America doesn't do that yeah. because it's just like, oh, we don't do that. Well, um, it's also the owners of all these all these yeah, you know, corporations are greedy. I mean I, yeah. I work for the largest telecom company in the world, and our fucking CEO is greedy. They're just taking yeah. – you know, fucking us over yearly – what and, is their salary? Twenty eight million dollars, thirty million dollars, or something? Yeah, he's around. Uh, yeah, it's around twenty, twenty two, two, depending on how things are going. You know, up to I've seen it up to forty five million a year. You take two million away from him yeah. and distribute it across the employees. We don't have to pay for insurance. Yeah, that's two all, that's all it would million take. fucking dollars. What are you yeah. going to do with forty five million dollars a year? Taking that same comparison, just take Musk or, or Bezos or any of those guys. In their companies, their various companies, or just them as an individual, same thing. Just take a little bit of their money, fucking yeah. you know, 
tw- by God, 20 or 30 percent, which is what we pay. We pay 25, 27 percent um, of billions of dollars. That's a lot of money to go around. And yeah. You know, what's the what's the Bezos thing? If you took I think it was something like if you took three percent away from him, you could pay. You could give everybody in the country like something like one hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollars to help them pay off whatever yeah. or some shit. I do this with my students uh, just to conceptualize a billion because that's a big number and our brains are not good at thinking of shit like that. And so I say, do you all know what the difference – I have them on my wall. The difference between a million seconds and a billion seconds. Do you all know the, t- the t- length of times? So a million seconds is 11 and a half days. Mm-hmm. So if you count it – I, I say if you spend a dollar a second, just boom, boom, boom. You run out of money in 11 and a half days. It's a million. A billion seconds is 31.7 years. I was going to so say 10 spend, years. Yeah. <laughs> it's exponentially larger, right? Yeah. So talking about having a million dollars, okay, cool, I'm rich or whatever. Someone having multiple billions of dollars, they can never spend all of that money no. in their entire life. And that's money that is like not in the community. Like you were talking about spending that money here, keeping it here. It's not here. It's just in a bank number spreadsheet somewhere. Yeah. And, and that's a problem. You want – in a capitalist economy, you want that money flowing. You want people to have money so they can spend it. And when people don't have that money – they're not going and spending it. And we see the problems that we're having now. And, and, like, then, and then you have a, and then you have power struggles between classes. Yeah. So I got a question for you, Sosa. I just thought of it too. And I, I'm, I think I'm smart just to think of yeah, it actually. They're very smart. So is there a hybrid government that, and, and specifically between that, that uses, and I'm talking about preferably a first world country that uses capitalism and communism, not socialism. But communism. So, is there a such government? I'm going to say no, but we're going to have to define what we mean by those words because those words mean different things to like everybody, right? What do you mean when you say communism? Communism would be what what you were explaining a while ago when you have government controlling every single economic structure. I mm. believe that's what mm. that's mm. what I consider communism. I don't centralized planning. Centralized yeah. planning, right? Yeah. Uh, capitalism, I would be – I'm 100% free market mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. OK. So is there – you're asking is there a country that does both of those things? That kind of combines the best of both worlds and bam, there's our perfect government. I wonder if there's so a, get, any country that is meshing it up with – You get Dave and Sammy. You, I mean, yeah, you really, get Dave and Sammy. <laughs> really? No. Because they're kind they of They fly in the face opposites. of each other. Yeah. yeah. And, and the, what it really comes down to is the idea of property. That's like the big split. Um, in free market economies, we value private property. This is mine. Not so much like your personal effects. Not like this is my wallet. This is my maybe car even. But like my house, this, my, I, this land I bought, this commercial place that I bought where I put a business in it. Buying those things is something that we value here in America. We say it's the American dream. I mean, anybody can start mm. their own business. Anybody can make money or whatever, right? Uh, and so that property is like very, very, very important to us and important to free market capitalism because that property creates value and can be moved around and traded like a commodity and stuff. In communism, the state owns all of the property. Mm-hmm. You still have your own stuff. You still have the plants you grow in your yard or whatever. You're basically your renting. Car, but you're renting everything, mm-hmm. your house, the land that you're on, probably your car, probably everything. And again, public transportation is paid for by the government, so you don't have to pay gas to fill your car up. You don't have to pay for a registration. You just hop on the train and it takes you wherever you need to go. Uh, And so in a – and again, communism has failed everywhere for all sorts of different reasons. One of them is because we've – America has tried very hard to make it fail. But like these ideas do exist in certain places in small groups. 
you do have socialist ideas in Europe. You know, socialism is one of those another amorphous terms. What the fuck does it mean? But like to me, what I mean by it is the state taking care of something. So talking about Fort Worth paying for housing for homeless people, I would call that socialism. Social. Yeah. You, some people could call that communism. Like if we're not asking money from NGOs and churches, if it's just the state or the city doing it. You could probably call that communism. As, well, that's part, that's part of the issue when you start talking about socialism is is people automatically think you're talking about everything. Yeah, and right. It, certain things. Oh, Germany, old school eighties. Yeah, what West Germany and all that is what they usually start thinking. Or East. Yeah. Well, see, to me, I think we already invo- we already have East Germany is what I meant. Actually, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. What I I, th- I think we already use a partial. We have a uh, socialistic society yeah. w- with the way we fund fire departments, one hundred percent, and p- the police, yeah. and the police, schools, but people, public but, schools. But redneck Johnny over there down the street with his Trump flags, he don't want to hear that. I know he doesn't understand that. And he doesn't realize that. That's the thing. Both sides don't want to hear anything we're saying right now. So it's interesting that you say that because you know, we just had that state election with the 12 was it 14 propositions yeah. that we all voted on. And our property taxes actually. And whoever the went, fuck those 150,000 people are, I'm trying to figure that out, that went against Prop 14. Anyway, uh, go ahead. Yeah. So, I mean, exactly. <laughs> What's interesting to me is, you know, and again, the governor trying to get his school vouchers through this, all the extra sessions and everything like that. We have rural places, very Republican, very red places that have a thousand people that live there, five hundred people that live there, and the public school is the town economy. You know, half the town works at the public school. All the kids yeah. go to that one school, and so in those places that you know love Greg Abbott and drink all the Kool Aid about how the government's so bad, they recognize the importance of that public school system in their community, and they don't want it to go away because they're like, look, if the school voucher program comes in. Private oh, schools or charters are coming in here to our town, and we're not going to have a town anymore. Explain that. Anymore. Okay. There, I hate to stop you down right no, in the middle no, of a point, right, but yeah. I know we won't come back to it. The vouchers thing. Mm. Why are I – don't, I don't know, think I'm educated enough to make a valid decision. I've leaned towards what the fuck's wrong with vouchers. Maybe you can explain to me why it's such a bad thing. I mean it's just kind of what we've been talking about it's already. Privatized. It's more it's, it's, it's privatizing. It's, it's the same as the thing. privatized prison system. But the system. thing is yeah. – but you have, you have, a, you have a, a lot of the – I wouldn't say the majority yet, but you have a lot of the, the U.S. citizens right now that are completely dissatisfied with our educational system. So why the fuck not allow vouchers? Here's kind of the th- – why, why is the education system so bad? Because we've been de- defunding it for 30 years. Like, and that's the Republican trick is like we don't put money in this part of government because they hate government. They don't want government. They want the free – they want the companies to do whatever they want. They want a full free market, libertarians specifically. But Rep- Republicans in Texas are pretty much libertarians. Um, <laughs> that's you know, yeah, that's for a good the point, mo- Here in this state anyways. You're and, right. And so like that, you know, the, I, f- I fucking lost my lost – my, uh, Vouchers, vouchers. Also get vouchers. vouchers. Yeah. It's taking tax dollars and giving them to private schools. So the thing that most people hate about it is the fact that it's probably the money that would happen would end up in the pockets of the elite anyway. Like that would just well, be no, another no, 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 another no, form no, of not, income for the elite. It's not so much about they're getting the money. It's about the schools not getting it. You gotcha. know? And so okay. we, they're already not getting enough. As a teacher, so basically, like every, we're underfunded as it is. You're already going to take more money out of our pot right. and give it to private schools. And here's the thing about so – I'm, I'm using the word private. That could be going to making public schools better. But yes. Hold on because also you get money from the state depending on how many kids you have going through your school, right? Mm-hmm. You're talking about public like my In school. public yes. school. Yes, yes. So if kids start dropping out of there too, that's more money being taken away. Yes. Okay. Well, um, no, you, no matter what you pay tax, you're, you're paying school taxes no matter if your kid goes to the school or not. So 
Yeah, exactly. Basically, it's not like all funding would be right. cut, cut no, off. No, no, but, but the, that's what I'm saying. The government gives a certain amount of money on how many students are in that school yes. per head. Which is why we're so concerned about attendance. It's second, yeah. second period, 10 o'clock, is when they run it for the state. Every school in the state has to report at 10 yeah. o'clock. And if, you know, if we say we got 2,000 students and they check our 10 o'clock attendance and we got eight – our school, by the way, got popped last year. Uh, we weren't – we were constantly reporting under what we said we were. And so they – Gave us less money this year. They they so they took, took they get audited yeah. for yes. so those absentees yes means some see kids stay and, in school and so again like <laughs> if the schools had all the money that we needed we wouldn't really even be having this problem or this issue but because the schools are so underfunded yeah people don't like the public schools anymore they don't trust them anymore fine but then char here's the real issue I don't know about private you know rich schools whatever but charter schools in Texas are unregulated. Like mm-hmm. you, you can do whatever the fuck you want. That's why I'm so school. suspect about that. These ones down yeah. the street that they've built. I the think the ones are, that China came in and built. That's the whole what bunch. I really think they have. I think they are China based. They are. All you have to do is recertify. If you don't, if you fail, whatever, whatever, they have the very minimal inspections that they have. You just change your name and you just go again. And yeah. so that's what a lot of these schools do. They just change their name every two years. And they I just. I don't. That's another conundrum. I think that our country is facing right now. Not just the state, but the whole country is. We got to fix our education system because we're getting yeah. made fun of. The whole world is yeah. making fun of our country. Did right I send now. you the stat I found the other day? Listen no. to this, and this is timely since the Cowboys are playing Philadelphia this weekend. You can keep this in mind. Oh, I I think you did send it. Let to me. me. It's interesting. I'll read this to Sosa here. Fifty-two percent of Philadelphia's adults are functionally illiterate. And 67 are low illiterate, reading at a 6th grade to 8th grade level. Almost 40% of adult Philadelphians struggle to fill out a job application, Mm -hmm. to read doctor's instructions on their medicines, and to help with their children's homework. Yep. You're dumb, Philly. That's that's about (laughs) the national average. Is it really? Yeah. Sadly, I bet it is. Yeah. But it's it's closer to... It's around 60% people. Well, I'm glad I'm Texan. Yeah. And smart. I don't... (laughs) The the uh, the the education thing though is it's like it's it's gla- to me it's glaring enough to think that we need a full system overhaul like it has to yeah. be overhauled yeah. something's not something's amiss yeah and it's probably what we find out at, is at the end of the the it's corruption at some point yeah. it's corruption and greed that is probably fucking over education I don't mm-hmm. I don't know. If it's the thing that's funny is we're we're too busy yelling at each other about uh, orange man and mm-hmm. uh, purple hairs mm-hmm. to fucking sit down and be like, look, this is not the problem. The problem in the with the country is not an IDF and Hamas right now, right, mm-hmm. right, like, yeah. or Ukraine flag on your profile. No, that's not what the issue is in America right now. The issue right now in America that's that's really deteriorating things is our educational system. Well, a lot of those people that are shouting all this shit aren't educated. On what's really going on, they just I would get say, their shit from TikTok. I would yeah. say seventy five percent of our country is not yeah. privy to what's really going on. Yeah, that's why you had that's a whole why bunch of people think that all of Palestine is Hamas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they think and it's a that's country. The craziest freaking thing yeah. when you're talking to people. There's people, guys I work with that are like, you know, all Palestinians are Hamas. Like no, 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 you don't understand this. Do how you, this works, did right? you do what I said about how well, to break it down Israel. with David Koresh? Say, oh, you remember David Koresh? Yeah. Okay, they lived on a place. It was a group. They were religious, but they weren't the state of Texas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, the same thing. Like one of the guys was like, the IDF oh, is, is, is is all the Israeli Jews. And I'm like, what? What? The IDF? Yeah. The that's army? That's what he tried to tell me. The yeah. forces? I was like, you don't know what IDF stands for? Is he conflating that you have to serve there? So he thinks that everybody's the IDF now? I don't know. Yeah. But I was like, I, I can't even. Y'all give me tired head. Just, just walk hit away. me in the face. Punch me. I just walk away and wish for the wall of flames. And this is like why people are ringing the alarm bells of like fascism or authoritarianism or whatever. Because if if revolution does happen, we're beating around the bush. Oh, it looks like we're going in that direction. You know, if that happens, you never fucking know what's going to come on the other side of it. And that's the problem. That's what, yeah. You never know who's going to come out on top. It's you never want to open Pandora. And our box. enemies know. Yeah, exactly. They've been they know what they're going to do the whole They've time. They've been preparing the whole time. You, if you're going to do that, if you're going to go that route, you want to be well organized. You want to be ready to go. And like America is not organized. We don't have to <laughs> believe in that shit. We're right? like the like, anti, yeah. the anti organization. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, you know, people, t- I, I hope it doesn't get that bad that quickly in my lifetime or whatever. Like, I'm so sick of living on the cusp of that, though. I'm like, so, guys, answer me this. Do sometimes you watch or read something and you just go, let's just get it over with. Let's just rip it off. Let's have the Civil War. Let's move on. I don't go that way. I, I go the, the Barbara Streisand route. I'm leaving the country. <laughs> I'm yeah. done with this. Yeah. I've thought about that. I'm, I, I've yeah. got all these different places on my if we have another, on my Instagram of where so uh, properties overseas, and I'm yeah. like, this Italian villa I'm, for fifty eight thousand. I'm right there with you, man. Huh? I could move to Italy. There's a bunch of European places <laughs> I keep seeing, looking at. I'm like, why? Okay, I could Spain? go. Spain. Spain's uh, cheap. I'm sure I could learn real estate over there and and probably do a podcast. <laughs> But this, this Spanish villa that's that's basically half a town for a hundred thousand dollars. Okay, yeah. and I it said, looks gorgeous. Neat. I said the last election, the midterms. If things didn't start riding, the ship didn't start riding. And I'm not talking about riding as in going to the right side of things. I'm talking about if we don't start getting our shit together one way or the other, that I'm going to start thinking about what's going to happen the next election. Well, the next election's here in 2024. If it if it's another shit show like the last oh, it's one, gonna be. and I th- I fully believe it is, mm-hmm. as well as the guys in Ox Combine, I think that seriously it, there'll be a lot of people, a lot of families that start looking around the globe of let's look at what's going on in Australia. Is there a way we could survive in Australia? Because the writing's <laughs> on the wall for this country. Yeah, and we're getting to we're getting close to the point to where a lot of these countries will be like, eh, "Why don't you stay you over there, what? buddy? You can't, you, you can't become a citizen remember here. That You're whole an American." Thing? Yeah, <laughs> yep. We don't want dumb Americans here. Yeah, we don't want any. Dumb I'm a smart asses. one. I can read. Yeah, we didn't care about the wall. We weren't about that. We were about to oh, blow up the wall. Experience the flip side of it. You know, yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, yeah. um, the slaves same. become masters, and the masters become the slaves. Wait, yeah, I said it right. Didn't I? Working for the slave masters. Slave masters. On here. Something like that. Look at all the slave It's masters. a flip-flop. We get it. <laughs> um, the thing I told you to put a book in or mm. bookmark on was the experiment you're talking about with the $500. Oh, yeah. Well, I was reading a deal this week, er, and this CEO decided to do an experiment at his company where he's got he has 250 employees, and he's like, unlimited vacation. For half, you know, he did it for half a year at first. Unlimited vacation for anybody. I think I heard this on I NA. This too, I think. And the experiment he found out was that people worked harder. His production went up 40%. Uh, their revenue for the year shot through the roof. Um, 
and that there were no no one quit no one left isn't the morale and overall feeling of his company shot through the roof mm-hmm. everything was positive and people weren't abusing that they would go for a little bit but then they realized they need to come back and work and make money you That's, have to yep, make money yeah. yep. but yeah it was uh it you know I don't know if this could work everywhere. I don't think. I would like know. to know because I've heard that. I've heard that too. The big AT and T could do that because we got a bunch of lazy ass no, bastards that work there and a bunch of shitty people that just no abuse way. every mm. uh, system to go out on disability and all that. AT and T is almost a state itself. There's no way they could do that. No, at all. But I do want to look up those companies that did that because that was a trend like last year. The whole let's let people decide if they want to come into work or not, right? And it, they've already a lot of companies already started doing that by taking away the difference between vacation and uh, health days and, and just made it basically personal days. But these, what you're talking about, I remember specifically they're saying no. This was an actual you can take whenever you want off. You can come in if you want to work when you want or whatever, and you're going to get paid the same. I would like to see how that's done. Uh, like over time, like five years. I would like to go back and say, so is this company still, yeah, exactly. Is this still working out? I know there's been a bunch that started and it was kind of like during the tech boom and these companies may not be around anymore, may have been bought out or whatever, but there were a bunch that were like, however you make your 40 hours a week, just do it. Just do it. Mm-hmm. You, go. you can I think do it COVID any way you want out to. Too. So you had coders showing up and working straight through, you know, 40 hours, just coding shit and then having the rest of the week off. Yeah, to it. sleep and recover. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, workers like being treated nice, though, being trusted. Yeah, you know? and that was one of the other things that this guy said. He's like, you treat people like adults, and they'll work for you like adults. Yep. They'll be adults for you. Yep. Yeah, if you patronize them, make them wear, like, make them dress a certain way, and give them stickers, treat them like little children. They're gonna act like. Give them the children. Give they're them emails like, with digital high fives. Yeah, for cool things they did. Yeah. Or, what the fuck am I supposed to do with trouble? this? You mean tell you something? I don't know if you've heard this story. So, so I know Dustin has, but one of my first big boy jobs I got where it, it was yeah, Kips. I got a job and I had an issue with something, and I responded to a, an, an email. This is before I knew the structure of the corporate world, but I responded to an email that was sent from like a, a president or a vice president, and it was at Syntex uh, Home Equity. I didn't know that I broke the rules of the high, the social structure and hierarchy of sending emails. But my thought was, if I had a question, I don't give a fuck who it is. He's the one that sent me an email. I'm just responding saying, hey, what about this? Well, yeah, take all that out because that fucks up any workplace, I think. When you have this hierarchy of I'm better than you because of my money like that. No, you're not. We all bleed. We all breathe air. You're just another fucking puss bag, just like me. Diarrhea is the ultimate equalizer. equalizer. Exactly. We all get diarrhea. But uh, that's that's the thing. There's so much weird, stupid bullshit that people got to put up with when they go into the office that I think that maybe it could – maybe the whole come work when you want might work. Absolutely. You know? Or, you know, yeah, they pick your hours. I think it's great. Four-day work week. England has been four day work week. We've been trying to get that passed. Mm -hmm. Here's the deal: we've been trying to get that passed forever at at my job. Let us work uh, four tens Mm -hmm. because we get more done 
just what my job entails and everything, those two extra hours, our productivity is so much more because of just having that extra time. Yeah. We could finish stuff up and not have to return the next day. Start over. And dodge and burnout. Used, we've used all these or different things. And the one thing easier. they said was like, well, we need to have – we need to offset it first off. So there would have to be four – on the first four days of the week and four on the last four days of the week. And those last four have to include Saturday. And we have to have, you know, weekend coverage every day, but Sunday, but yeah, it was like, then everybody just backs out. Cause no one, uh, no one in the lower seniority wants to lose their Saturday. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so then it just oh, shoots everything yeah. in the foot. And it's like, just let us do, Four Monday through Thursday, and then the other four Tuesday through Friday. Yeah. Just we're going to get so much more done. But yeah. higher ups are just like, no, we want if you're going to do it this way, we got to have people here on Saturday. That's Did you guys? This stupid. it's funny. This reminds me of a, a TikTok video I saw last week. Did y'all happen to see the guy that posted? He was outside. He was in China for business, and he was talking to somebody, and he was like, "I still haven't figured out what the fuck these people are doing across the way." There's big old lights, and there's all these these. Uh, he could tell there's a bunch of people there. And the lady that was with him, his uh, Chinese counterpart, was like, that's a high school. And he's like, at midnight? And she was like, yeah, the, this high school in this city has to go till they, – they go from school to like 7 in the morning till midnight. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. But – They get it all done in one it, day? It, it leads me to think <laughs> – it leads time. me to think – well, and then I know you saw that one video where the uh, – that I sent Dustin with the guy that just jumped out – like that committed suicide at the school – was just sitting there, just put his pencil down, just oh, kind of yeah. got up and just launches himself out. out. It doesn't look like that big a deal until you see everybody run over there and you look, oh, he was on the 14th floor. <laughs> so, But didn't he land in a net? I thought he landed in a net. That's that Because they put nets out because now of because so of that. Bad, because yeah. of people like Apple that have just decided they're done and off themselves. But what is the name of that giant factory city what, over there? The thing is, though, what, if China? we're going to compete with China, then what are we going to do? Are we going to start sending our kids to school till midnight? <laughs> Kowloon Walled City. No, Kowloon. that was. In, oh, you're talking about the that one was that Taiwan. was around the, when that they, was when the Olympics was there, and they were started talking about all the uh, ghost skyscrapers. No, there's a giant electronic city in China that like where they build the iPhones and everything that people basically live and work in at their, and yeah, that's very common in China. There's a city in Alaska. That's all uh, in a building. Huawei. 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 Which that's another thing. We call them a, a communist country, but a communism, a real communist country would be a worker state. They might be hybrid. Well, Foxconn. No, the that's workers it. Javier's got it. It's Foxconn over there. And that place is massively huge. People live and work there, but they get so it's like bored the beehive and, and just beat into it. They just run and jump out the windows, but they had to put nets around everything to keep, you know, to catch people as they jump. But yeah, Foxconn, it's freaking ridiculous. Yeah, it's no bueno. It's bad. That reminds me of the bee movie. Just everybody living in one little colony and just. Maybe that's it. Maybe we just become bees. Let's start mating with bees, Dustin. You go first. Hmm. That's an interesting concept. I like where you're going with this, but no. I don't think <laughs> I'm going to do that. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm New not, meaning to the word beekeeper. Not sticking my thing in a bee. Yeah. Unfortunately, too. <laughs> yeah. Like that. Oh, yeah. 
You'd have to get stung a few times, probably. You would. You would. Anything positive we can talk about? Um, I don't know. Is there? What do you got? You got anything positive to talk about over there? Um, <laughs> anything good? Anything? anything we can go home and not yeah. stare at the b- barrel of a forty-five and kind of contemplate things? And we had a bunch of people yell at us Uh-oh. this week. About what? Not talking about the end of the Formula One season. I know. Mm. I sent you a text late that night. Damn, dude. We didn't even talk about Formula One. We didn't even touch it. Yeah. I told you, though. I don't. I found it underwhelming the whole season. I still love it. I loved watching it. But it did. We watched greatness. This is happen. why. This is why the these financial sports end up – what ends up happening is uh, they start making rule changes and stuff, so there will be more competition. And I bet you anything, next season we're going to see a lot more competition. I can almost guarantee that. It's going to be a lot Let's crazier. See. You had Sands win. You had Perez. Perez. And who was the other guy that won? There was only three guys that won races. Oh, yeah. Verstappen. Oh, All Verstappen, yeah. Wow. Dun, 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 dun. First time since 2016 that everyone that a racer has raced every single lap. Yeah, that stat amazing. right there is crazy. I mean, the last one was Lewis Hamilton in 2016. That's insane. Yeah, that's crazy. And I wish the Abu Dhabi race was earlier in the season. I hate it. Wait, being what last. was that stat? What'd you say? That what? He raced every single lap. That's insane. Every single lap. Yeah. Now, who was runner up? Red be, Bull. I don't know. It had to be. Had, it, it probably had to be uh, either one of the Ferrari guys, right? They were in most races. Oh, come on, the first of the season Ferrari. Oh, sucked. that's right. Sucked ass. But they, they were in the races. Kept blowing stuff up and running their cars off the road. But yeah, I'd have to look because there there was there so was a pie been, chart that showed it. Uh, it might have been Mercedes too. Um, I like what I saw from McLaren. I thought McLaren was the most improved this season, and I'm looking forward to seeing both of those race car drivers and those cars and that team. Uh, and every driver's perform. back. Yeah. Which I figured Logan would be out. Yeah, he just got signed this week. He won the Destructors Cup. <laughs> Handedly. For the $4 Handedly. million. Dollars. <laughs> he won the Destructors you Cup. You watch Formula One at all? A little, not, no, I haven't kept up with the season. Yeah. You got to play the game, then you'll start. I watched the it. first season on Netflix a couple, like two years oh, ago. Oh, the or something. Netflix series, There's a series, and kind of got it. Garrett is like obsessed with it. Yeah, yeah. He went to the race yeah, he'll send messages every once in a while. Yeah. So, I, I, but I don't know what's going on with it. So. It's awesome. Yeah, it's. it's, it's you know how great. I got into it was one was I was like everybody else during COVID. I watched Draft to Survive, but then also playing the game. Once I started playing the game and I started learning all the rules and how they do things and what you can and can't do and the difference between NASCAR. <laughs> yeah, it's very different. Yeah. yeah, it's way different. It's it's, uh, it's just a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I've got it. I've got the bug bad. Like, I'll probably follow this one all the way out. This might be yeah. one of the sports I'm into until I, you know, in a wheelchair and stuff. What do you think? <laughs> well, okay, you give the uh, grade of the season. Mine's a C, and it's strictly because. It no one can me. compete, and, it, and <laughs> Max just dominated midway through the season when every team was just like we're just fighting for second place. So we right. can't compete with that car. I have a feeling that it's going to be that way because Max is a nut. He's he's autistic, right? Come on, when it comes to racing, he's just locked in. I don't really listen to podcasts. 
and he's that's his thing. Like he's putting a simulator in his private jet, which blows my mind. What's his so team? He his team's going to be in uh, the Le Mans, really? st- like the super, the luxury car races and stuff, or uh, the uh, hypercar races. Hilm and Alfonso are talking about doing. Oh, I thought it was Le Mans together. Oh, being in it? They're going to race together. But, They're gonna, that's the team. They're the two drivers that take turns. That'd be awesome. But Verstappen actually is starting a race team, though, isn't he? I don't know. I think he's I starting know. a race team. It's either him or... Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Verstappen. He's he's about to start a full-on race team. I was watching start, him drive around. It's not going to be F1 yet, but... You see the footage of him driving around Monaco in his crazy-ass <laughs> supercar? <sighs> just like what and he's just cruising around mm-hmm. like the car is ridiculous ridiculous i can't even i, I think it was a mclaren it's one I of found the special a super hyper mclaren dealership that i'm going to try to go to when i'm at nam that i wanted to go with you too because i know none of the other guys will give a shit yeah but i guess since you're not going i probably won't go i don't know mm. i don't know we'll figure things out well we're just still looking at things you want to go to nam with still. me I would love to. Garcia would be there. When is it at? End of January. End of January. You can be in my roomie. Okay. You can take my spot. I need a roommate. I've always wanted to go. It's fucking fun. It's awesome. I'll have to talk to Amber. But yeah. Talk to Amber and if you're into it, get with Andrew. If you do, then talk to Andrew. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah, It was fun to watch, but yeah, I'm down there. I'm down there. I need competition, and yeah. I just kept waiting for Max's car to explode and it just be the end of that car. But it was it was set up perfect, and he's locked in. I mean, he sure is, man. That's he his sure freaking thing, and I have that, a feeling that next year he's going to be locked in again unless they someone told me some reason to slow those cars down. I either heard it or read it, or someone told you told me, or someone was saying. Yeah, there are differences in the cars, but the differences between Perez's and, and his car are not that much different. It just shows how much of a badass and what kind of a zone he's in. I mean, the guy... I, that's they show the thing. his lines versus everybody else, and you're just like, I don't like that. I don't like that sports like F1 change rules to get it more competitive to keep viewers. I don't like that part, but I also... And I, and I understand why they do it. But there's a part of me that also wants to see Max win as many races as he potentially could because we could be watching a Michael Jordan, you know? I just can't wait till 25 when GM enters the picture. Cadillac? Yeah. Yeah. And Audi's, Audi's in next year, aren't they? With uh, They're doing an engine. With they want – there's who, a lot of drivers that are, like, saying they want 24 cars on the grid. So. it's mm, a lot of cars. You know what? I will say this though. At ridiculous speed, I know. Yeah, I've never. I've, I've only watched it a, probably a total of four years now, right? Or kept up with it in any way. And I will say this was probably the safest year I've ever seen. These cars now, the way they're built and the way these guys are training right now, it's amazing. They had what? You could count them on one hand, like terrible ins- where someone got injured. You had yeah Australian boy. What's his name? Ricardo? Mm-hmm. He got injured. And then Alonzo, not Alonzo, but uh, Stroll got injured. Stroll got injured. Is the, and, that, and, there, and there was only a few more incidents where it even where a car got wrecked really bad. 
Like they had to make a bunch of money on the fact that they had a bunch of cars that made it through the whole season. But it, now, if Audi joins, it'd be twenty twenty six. Porsche has toyed with it, but I think all that was just here rumors, rumors, wishful thinking. Yeah, and then Porsche was talking about teaming up to take over the Hondas, Hondas place in the Red Bulls, and that's Honda's that's not going to let that happen. Mm. Honda's all wrapped up mm. in that car. Mm. Some agreements need to be made here and there. Man, yeah. Anyway, it was good times, good times, fun times. I loved it. I just was bored. (laughs) I watched, this is the first season that I watched every single race, every single qualifying session, and a lot, a lot of the practice sessions. And I couldn't, I don't know why, I can't stop watching it. I even watched the uh, notebooks, because the notebooks are funny. He walks around and does stupid shit while he's doing the (laughs) notebooks. It's funny. Yeah. Uh, Yay, F1. Yeah, we got 90 days. Well, less than 90 days now. It goes by fast, too. It does. We got, uh, I think, I don't know, 82 days now. So, so are you into any sports at all? I was into, you know, I grew up being a Cowboys fan. So, like, that's not fun. It's hard being a Cowboys fan. But kind of like the government, it just kept kicking you in the nuts, huh? (laughs) Yeah, kind of like that. Um, hey, we're winning. Really didn't start paying attention to the Mavs until 2006. I was delivering pizza on that first yeah. run. And so Man, like, been Mavs I got day into one. it because of that. And I kind of paid attention to the Mavs until they won, until like 2011. And same for the Rangers. Like they've been around my whole life. This year, I missed out. I was not paying attention this year when all the awesome stuff happened. Well, it's, like, it's hard <laughs> to pay attention because of all the deals. But now all the teams are breaking away from all these TV deals. Or yeah. the the Bally's deals and everything. Is that completely done this or is this the last year? I think it, I hope they don't do, don't redo a deal like that. I don't know what's going to happen to Mavericks now. Well, I've heard that Cuban has come out and said, no one, I don't, I'm still pretty sure that no one has actually seen the deal, but Cuban has come out and assured all the fans that he has worked it in, I think, in his part of his ownership that they do not leave. But the problem is when you give over that much of something to someone, you can get voted out kind of type thing. If she decides she wants to take it to Vegas, which I am kind of praying that she doesn't, but I don't think that she has that intentions right now because of the development at Texas Live. Did you know Dallas is the number one attendance I do think team? it might move to Arlington, though. Did you know that? Attended? No. Their attendance is the number one in the league. I do think that... year For the last few years, it has been, hmm. and they won't move it just because of that. The attendance yeah. is too high. Now, if you go and you take a you know Charlotte Hornets team or whatever and move them around again... Yeah. Then that's yeah. understandable. Or I don't know if you heard the last part of what I was saying, uh, but I do think they're going to move to Arlington, though. I think they'll be oh, at yeah, Arlington yeah. pretty soon. I mean, unless the the casino spot that Mark is talking yeah, about, I heard about is the old Reunion there. Arena spot. Oh, wow. So there's nothing there right now? It's no, just it's empty. That lot's empty. Now, the, the ball and the, the Hyatt's right there, whatever hotel it is. Man, you know, that right would change Dallas so much. If but that all of a sudden they had a casino in downtown because of where that is and where that the way they could do that is it could connect to the convention center, oh, and they're fixing yeah. to do all that new mm-hmm. yeah. rebuilding of the convention center over there. So that's what they're talking about is putting it on that reunion arena property. 
So makes sense. I we, don't know if Mark would move it to Arlington just because he likes being right. Well, down Mark the street doesn't. From that's it. the thing. Mark acts like he has control. In he, I don't know. Maybe his attorneys have put something in crazy where he's he can, supposed to keep control. He can out. He can out. Uh, decision make ninety eight percent of the organization, but we'll see how long that lasts. Yeah, things are changing. Yeah, things mm-hmm. are getting really interesting right here. Yep. I. You know what we need to do? I just thought of this while we were talking about tunnels and stuff. We need to hit up Mark Cuban to have a Jerry Jonestown massacre tunnel that can go to Deep Ellum. So we can see both music scenes on a regular basis for, for easily, just not have to deal with oh. Dallas traffic. You know, the next time we go to Vegas, we're going on a Tesla. I want to. Yeah. We need to get a, a Tesla. So we go because I want to see these tunnels, these boring tunnels. They look rad, and they drop <laughs> you off underneath whatever casino you want. It's just, I think it's because they know the Wall of Flames is headed to Vegas. Everywhere, I think I think you're going to see a lot of cities build little sections where they can stay safe when the mushroom party starts. That's the only thing that scares me about that Vegas thing. I'm like, that dude. I was like, they're getting ready for the nuclear war. It's obvious. <laughs> I don't know. The videos are pretty rad. Have you seen? They them? do look I, cool. I've seen, I think photos. I don't know if I've actually seen videos of, of the cars driving. Yeah. So there's a, <laughs> there's a bunch of videos and stuff, and uh, there's all sorts of. Uh, how can Tunnels it be only Tesla, that, though? That, because it's... Elon built it? It's Elon's. It's Boring Company's tunnels. It is? Yeah. So <laughs> he genius. built all these tunnels underneath so Tesla, Vegas. their drivers can... <laughs> so Teslas are the only vehicles that are allowed under, which... Including... Uh, makes sense because you don't have to worry chairs. about uh, smog. It does make sense. Um, shit, to clean out those tunnels. You can just drive through there and... Yeah, it's all... Electric. If you get a a uh, Uber that's a Tesla, they can cruise can down in there, there. and take you. That's there. what the video was. The the, the video yeah. is like, oh man, don't worry about. it. We can go this way. And all of a sudden, he goes, like it looked like a like he was doing going into like a terminal at a of a airport or something. And all of a sudden, it goes into a tunnel, and it was all Teslas. And you're like, what the hell? That's crazy. little secret road. Crazy. It's pretty, pretty, pretty interesting. What's that other video that was going around? Speaking of of nuclear annihilation, where they were delivering all that cheese or something in the middle of the mountain. Have you have y'all seen that video? That's, There's all these, and it's not. What is that? It's not cheese. It's the You've Mormon compound thing where they keep all the records of. Mm. Like the Mormons oh. have all these records of everybody and their ancestry of the oversized on vehicles. The earth and stuff. And what they drive that? them in there. I don't know what that was. I like that video was all. It's an older video. Falsifying everything. Yeah, yeah. But that's what it was. It was going into those those Mormon mountains. Did you? Yeah, know the that first one I saw. Run Ancestry dot com. Yeah. LDS. Yeah. So oh really? I thought it was China. Maybe but that's twenty three and me, isn't it? Twenty three and me is run by China. Interesting. Ancestry dot com is. Mm-hmm. Surprised not they the Scientologists. The, they got all the data and stuff. I mean, hey, yeah, they've sorry. got it all. They keep it all in the mountain. Why don't they go into the collections business then? Probably do. Seems like they could make a bunch of money in collections. What? So they're they're the new IRS? I, Mormons man, can't I have worked, guns. Hey, you know what? I'm not going to tell anyone. If you know me, you know where I worked at the time. Uh, but I worked for a company that was owned by some Mormons. Oh my gosh! Talk about racist. 
Like they didn't have, they had, they didn't. I don't think they had one manager that wasn't a white male or white at least. Really? Yeah. There, there was absolutely zero uh, senior salespeople that were black or of any 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 race other than Mormon, baby, or off white, whatever you call it. baby white, baby based or white. <laughs> but. Wow. Yeah. Mormons. That's the thing. It's funny. When you hear a Mormon try to say that Mormons aren't racist, mm, whatever. Mm. No, we want to generalize Brigham Young. a bunch of people by generalizing about other people. True. <laughs> I shouldn't do it. It's so hard not to do. Anthony, I should be a better person. So, but yeah, you're right. I shouldn't yeah. be putting the whole label on. I mean, whole you know, religion. there is the fact that Utah and Salt Lake City is right. like one of the whitest places in the country. Yeah. And Brigham true. Young is one of like yeah. they just what well, they started allowing African-Americans in what 1995 or something like that. Yeah. Like, but they're not racist. They're good people. Everybody is their own. Maybe maybe some of them are. I need to go to your class more. Uh, yeah, that'd be fun. The Sosa master class of how not to be offended class? with anyone. No. He should. You should. I am thinking about just doing some videos of my of what I talk about, though. Cause I think you should, man. You got great Put ideas. Put them up on the Tumblr. Like, there's, yeah, some things, Tumblr yeah. there's some things I meet up with you on, and I agree 110%, and there's some things that I 110 don't agree with, but it's good to talk about that 100%. stuff. 100%. If you can't, that's the problem is no one's doing what we're doing. Everybody's just nanny nanny boo boo. Yep. Orange hair. Don't purple have a hair. Real conversation. About yeah, they don't want to have a real conversation and try to talk or, things out. Or you try to have a real conversation with them and then they're just like, You're a dumb, stupid head. Yeah. And it's All like Yeah, it turns into nanny nanny boo boo. Well, yep. come on. That's not the way to have a conversation. No. Like I I'll tell you a, a a perfect example of this. So since I've gotten into real I don't know if you knew this, I dropped social media for a good while, but now since I've started real estate I found that it's really important for marketing. Yeah. And so I've had to get back into everything and I got back into Twitter. And Twitter was a bad one. Tw- Twitter was affecting my mood. Like Reddit and Twitter are the two yeah. ones that affect my mood. And finally I noticed it and quit it. Well, recently I've started back up. And I got into a conversation with a cat that was talking about uh pull all our troops from the Red Sea. We don't need anything there. And I was like, dude, that I was. I said, I just let's say we did that. Do you realize who would run the trade lines that go through the Red Sea in that part of the country? Who are you telling me that Egypt and Saudi Arabia are going to sack up and take care of that whole region? Because you're going to have the same. You're, you think Afghanistan had a power vacuum? What if if we just pull all our troops out of the Middle East? You're going to see chaos and. Of course, after that, you're lefty. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, call yeah. me fag. And you're like, okay, dude, whatever. Let's. I thought we were having a conversation. Here. Yeah. And the thing that was so aggravating too, we went back and forth a couple of times. And I think what when when he got it butt hurt is when I said, I understand your point. I don't want our women and uh, men, women and children, women and men, you know, young men over in the Red Sea guarding a trade route and getting hit by drones. I don't like that. Yeah. I wish all our military would come back home. Yeah. But you can't – if you're going to have an honest discussion and try to figure things out, you can't just be – pull them out. Yeah. Our troops don't need to be over there anyway. They need to be protecting the border. Okay, smartass. 
Let's say we do that. That was the reason why. Okay. And he I got pit, he. Well, I didn't say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but but, but I asked. But I said, yeah. hey, I agree. Let's pull everybody out. I I totally I'm on board with that. But you got to remember that we're not just because I'm saying I'm put the preference on trade, trade lines like not just our economy. We're talking about the the whole yeah. world's economy that you're affecting, and someone has to sheriff that part of the world. Otherwise. Next thing you know, Saudi Arabia and Egypt and all these countries, they would – they'd own the whole world. So here my, – my question to that would then be like it, why does America have to do it? I don't – because we have not developed as a world We're to the start world a police. world police and therefore we have taken on the role of world police We've for some dumb reason. But should we be the world police? Is but that you, good? Is it helping the world that we're But doing? if we all go back – if we – let's say everybody – we pulled all our troops back. Then what kind of power vacuum is – what oh, would happen yeah. with that power no, vacuum? There will certainly be a power vacuum, and that's like you kind of can't – that's going to happen because we already did all this stuff. And like we didn't do it, right? This all happened before we got here or mm-hmm. people – you know, or we just yeah. got here. It yeah. should happen. But like, yeah, that's kind of the consequence of like, yeah, we started all these fires. But like should we just keep doing it? Should we just keep going into more countries and keep doing – you know? No. Like, no. I don't think no, so. No, no, we shouldn't. You have too much no. stuff going on here. But yes, to, I agree. We should here keep that needs going. To be taken care of. So, you don't need to be sending no. $6 billion over to Ukraine. No. Or Syria. Or Yemen. And or Saudi again, Arabia. Those, or, you know, yeah. Those are billions. Yeah. That Bill, could with a B. Cause housing, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, exactly. A, Do you wonder how one rich One percent of that. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, I wonder how build housing for well, homeless people. What do you think our economy would do if we actually did that? Though, just pulled everything back in, said it's America first, baby, and just came here and became self-sustained because we're we're smart enough to do that. We just complete. We did it. We're one. It's exactly yeah. right. We did it in the industrial age, right? Well, you also kind of had to do that because of we were separate from Europe. Well, and you're ramping up. You're getting ready. I mean, mm. during World War One, things got really, yeah. really tight. Yeah. And I guess technically during World War Two, so. But we were like, we're not messing with that. We waited as long as we possibly could. But like, we're just gonna. But look at countries that are rich, like, um, uh, shit, Japan. Mm-hmm. They're not running around being world police everywhere. And look at, look at their country. They don't have a military. And that's all the one, well, that's reason, true too. So. But how rich and beautiful it is in Singapore. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I got to tell y'all one thing real quick before we're done, and it's a good watch on Netflix, and I got to look it up. But anyway, the concept is uh, Blue Zones. Have y'all heard about that? Mm, yeah, that yeah. show's great. Isn't that it show awesome? Is awesome. Yes, it's interesting. The, they have, the, it's a. I can't. What's it? What's it called? Blue Zones. It is. It is. Called, <laughs> it's called Blue Zones. It's called Blue Zones. The, it, anyway, life, something, something life in the Blue, Blue Zones. Zone, yeah. The, or something the like one that, they yeah. did in uh, in uh, Okinawa. Oh my gosh! I was like, yeah. I want to move there right now. We bought the book so we could did? start making. We have a friend that was home. born there yeah. in Okinawa. The cookbook, right Dante. There. Oh, that's right. That's, yep. Yeah, Dante was born. Yeah, uh, that that show is awesome though. It's eye opening too, and it makes you realize how ass backwards first world countries are. <laughs> like how we're just screwed up. The Italian one. Yeah, just like living, going, walking up and down, and they're they're they're. Yeah. Cities on a hill, and so like people walk up and down, they live longer because they're just walking all the fucking time. That's another thing I, I I've said on this podcast before was like when you travel out of this country and you go somewhere like mm-hmm. Italy, and they got it down, and you're not mm-hmm. eating processed food yep. for a week or two, and how you start feeling different and better. I'm getting to and that healthier. Part. 
but you, you know, you're not eating fast food because it's just convenient. You're not, you know, all this processed cheese Mm -hmm. and noodles and shit that's been sitting on the shelf for five years. Yep. So I'm, I'm a full week and two days removed from all gluten and all dairy and all sugar and all processed foods. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. And I am starting to – honestly, there are some things that I'm starting to notice that's starting uh, – I'm like, okay, that might be something on to this whole – it's a carnivore diet is what mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm – no, I'm probably going to kill over in a, from a heart attack in the next few days, hope but – hope not. But there, as far as inflammation goes and my mental status and things, things like that that I'm starting to pick up, I'm like, man – uh, there is a little bit of difference too, and awesome. I've also been supplementing. Now I, I can't say I've gone completely carnivore because I'm supplementing mushrooms uh, as well. Yeah. So, um, but that's about the only thing that I'm eating that's not that's that would be considered processed or sugary. Would be the these gummies that I got that I take daily of lion's mane and a few other mushrooms. There you go. And I'm be honest with you, man. I'm impressed as far as all the stupid ass fad diets that I've gone on, and I've done them all. This one I've never seen my knees react the way it's been reacting, uh, and my mental, like just clarity is is starting to creep back in. I'm like, damn, dude, what if my whole problem? Are my you taking whole Adderall life, too? No, oh. I haven't. But uh, and I'm, the uh, that has to do with my insurance. <laughs> but um, I'm wondering. What will happen when I get back on the Addy once I'm – if I'm even going to need Adderall yeah. in a few months? You'll like, be able I might to not need it. Figure out all sorts of complex calculations out just in your head. <laughs> like like – That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. hmm. we, me and Amber have been going no meat for like three weeks now. Kind of yeah, after, name, after watching that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, same. Like I feel – it, I was, that processed food is so bad. It wasn't for us. that big of a deal. Yeah, like I was thinking. Oh, I can't trust hard. people that don't eat meat. It's not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like not going full vegan. Like I love eggs. I've done yeah. vegan though. stuff, but yeah, like there's nothing wrong with just kind of cutting back from a lot of that stuff, and actually you do feel a little bit better. So, but it's hard in our society here. It is. And it is. And the other route, I'm going to go full Wendy's for a month. Well, there's oh that my one. God. That, there was that one cat <laughs> that did the McDonald's. Me. Or yeah, supersize yeah, me, dude. Um, if we're talking about TV real quick, I'm trying to find the name of this thing. I don't think it's called Blue Zone. Uh, if you have Apple TV Plus, of course, I do. Uh, for all mankind, is we're deep in season four, I think. I've been hearing. So I want to watch this show. I don't have Apple TV. It's alternate universe where the be- the first season is the Russians beat the Americans. Live to hundred, oh, and you see what happens. Secrets of Blue Zones when. Russia, you know, they it's pretty it's well known great. that America changed when we were the first on the moon. How industry, f- f- you know, kind of focused towards America more than it did Russia. Well, you kind of see the opposite of how it affected things. And it's awesome. Then it was the first to uh, – the second season was more on the moon. They were building a – manned place on the moon and it's kind of cool because it takes place during different decades and the way they it's total alternate history yeah and then it's the race to mars and then this season it's we've set up a colony on mars and now we're trying to get an asteroid wow which is mine an asteroid i'm only two i'm I'm only done the first two right how many are there right now by the way six there are six five or six Uh, do they ever say why we're trying to get 
on the damn asteroid? Because the minerals and everything, they're we're just exploring. Yeah, just trying to figure it all out, see what's all on there and everything. But it's it's cool because like this season, Al Gore's president. You know, he's he won the presidential election, and every season they do like this quick. Um, Wait, the world's not kind ended? of run through of how of what's happened since you uh. since the last season. So you get this real quick of. Uh, historic things, but they they're different, and it's really cool. Like the Vietnam War was different, Tiananmen Square yeah. was different, uh, the way the wall came down was completely That's different. Um, they, I think, like today, the episode I was watching it was this past Friday. They come out every Friday, but this past one, I think Apple just said fuck it, and we're using AI Al Gore. We're is that just, what it is? I mean, I was watching the footage, and I was like. I think they're just saying, yeah, we're going to go for it. We're not going to get real Al Gore or anything. This is young, fake AI. Wow. Al Gore. And Might get a discount. We're going to change his voice, and I guess. Before they maybe make the laws. Pass him some money, saying, hey, you know, this is for your likeness or whatever. It's really strange, really weird. That is weird. But the other one, <laughs> since I got caught up on it, I started watching Slow Horses. Yeah. Awesome. Really? Slow I've Horses. Seen I've is, seen it. I watched the whole first season. Mm-hmm. It's freaking awesome. It's cool. It's about... Uh, there, there's only one season, right? No, there's two. Okay. Um, these guys that are all failures with the MI5 over in uh, the UK. Okay. They work for MI5, you know, their version of the FBI or CIA. And they but these, fail? These guys are all failures. <laughs> but they all work together to... To do this, it's really fucking. Is it a, is it cool. a comedy? Uh, not really. It's kind of dark. It's dark. Okay, cool. It's dark. I mean, one you do have to watch though, no doubt. If you haven't, is Foundation. Yeah, that's another one I haven't that's seen. I don't have Apple. any Apple. Zero. Foundation would change your life. I've have, heard nothing but good things. Have about you ever watched? I think it's on. It's either on. I think it's on Amazon Prime. Dude, I gotta uh, give you my Apple ID. The that's Patriot. What I need to do. No. The. Mel Gibson movie? No. It's it's another one. I'll have to send it to you. I think it's on Prime. It's funny. Okay. It's a dark, dark, dark uh, show. Um, I need to go back and watch it again because I loved it. <laughs> All right. It's but it's kind of like a... Ow! Yeah, here it is. Season one. It is on there. And it's free. Hell yeah. Um... This guy is a uh, – well, here's the summary. To prevent Iran from going nuclear, intelligence officer John Tavern must forego all safety nets and assume a perilous non-official cover, that of a mid-level employee at a Midwestern industrial piping firm. <laughs> that sounds cool. Wow. Actually. And it's dark humor, funny, the shit he does. Like, And as you're watching, you're like, okay, this is kind of campy and fun. Then you're just like, Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> he just blew that guy's face off. Well, I did you know? that on the boys. <laughs> yeah. On the boys, I thought I was down for like, oh, this is a nice, cool little uh, comic book movie show type thing. I'm gonna enjoy it, and then next thing I know, I'm bam in the someone's pee hole. <laughs> <laughs> what oh, happened yeah. here? The Patriot. The Patriot. The Patriot. I'll send it over to you okay. now. Thanks, man. Uh, anyway. So yeah, those are those are cool things to watch. The Patriots are all older, but um, 
It's not Hell Mel yeah. Gibson. Hell yeah. It's not Mel Gibson's. You don't have to deal with someone that hates Was you. it Heath Ledger, too? Yeah, you're yeah. right. Was he in it? It was. Yeah, it was yeah. his son. Yeah. Weird. I forgot about I all that. Too. It'd be cool if they... if they. Whatever happened to Heath Ledger? Well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, it's been fun. Yeah, yeah dude. Been, I, thank you guys so much again for having me on. Yeah, yeah we got more talk topics to talk about. You need to come on pretty it. soon. We'll figure out what side you chose. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I tried to steer us into a, a Israeli. Uh, I'm so tired. Hamas of that. conversation. I'm so. T- I'm tired of dealing with idiots, and I'm tired of listening mm-hmm. to the news that are basically saying mm-hmm. that all of Palestine is Hamas. Yeah, that's aggravating. Yeah, I haven't They're heard any news outlets do it, but them. people. Uh, the, yeah, the news people have done it. it. Yeah, the news outlet. You watch the. <laughs> They have Good no credibility and all that. They don't have credibility shows. anymore. No, they don't. No. They're done. They're a joke. Journalism is dead. And the people, you know, the people that are out protesting, they don't know what's going on for either. Palestine, being pro Palestine. The news is like, you know, these people are pro Hamas. And you're like, oh, God. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Manufacturing oh consent. Oh my God. Manufacturing consent. Yep. Yes. Yeah. It's like saying that the, like you said, you know, the Klan is all America. Yeah. <laughs> It's absurd. It, it's just stupid. This I, is a, the thing that's funny. It's a radical group. That's at, we'll talk about off mic, but because uh, it's a big topic. But I, I what's funny is watching what these women's uh, the rights organizations and feminist organizations are doing uh, that have already come out and been not they that saying the the chant that everybody's offended by right now. The see the genocide, Joe. No, you gotta go. No, there's some there's some uh, nifty chant that the Palestine or the pro Palestinian people are making from the land to the sea. From, yeah, something like that. One, yeah. So what has happened? A lot of these feminist organizations we have taken the side free. of the li- of the liberal side, the, the that they generally gravitate towards anyway. But now all of a sudden you have all this footage coming out of rape, like brutal rapes. <laughs> coming out and so everybody's looking at these feminist groups saying where are you at now like you got this this is this is we can't have uh raping of women as a as a war weapon a weapon of war so well you, you guys know what? why this are you yelling about this you know what all the news has changed this to now this is a war on children mm-hmm. it's been all <laughs> babies and children the whole yeah. time i haven't heard much. that i haven't There's heard a the lot babies. of babies it's channel eight still is it's abc news the other night it's a war on children. Or the I graphs are like how many babies have died since October 7th or whatever. Like it's just like they're focusing on that. That's yeah. a, that that was uh, – remember what was it? The, the the Fox News stories at the beginning. Decapitated babies, decapitated yeah. babies, decapitated babies. I'm like has anybody – remember when I sent that text to Jeremy and you like mm-hmm. late at night? I was like has anyone – like because we, we dive into some – Sketchy stuff sometimes. You fall into wrong we, we, areas it, it, on Reddit. Yeah, I mean and, the Sharpie the dark web, like anything. <laughs> yeah, you know you gotta you gotta watch out. And I was like, have any of y'all seen any kind of decapitation, like decapitated babies or anything that Fox News is talking is talking about? And then I remembered Andrew's famous words, Stubbs. You gotta stop watching Fox News, man. <laughs> Remember that uh, yeah. Big Ben? Yeah, you gotta stop watching Fox News, bro. <laughs> And you see, they want you to be fearful of everything. Oh, they're terrible. 
I, the last They're decapitation ter- video I saw was the ones from ISIS where they're in front of the green screen. Yeah. <laughs> and the green screen was tearing. And the like thing's funny about that. How, how, how they're moving. You could see the I nice like how all the outline. media's just forgotten how that went down, too. <laughs> that like, it was all fake. That it was all fake. It was all faked. Yeah. Like, uh, like it was a decapitation you, video. They took the guy's head off. And right. It was a rubber head. Yeah. Like they were just waving around. Yeah. You could see it do its all Halloween head effects with blood on it. Yeah. It was freaking hilarious. I got Muslim friends. I got Jewish friends. And I just am here wishing we could just all get along. In this time <laughs> right now, I've decided to unfriend them all. Yes. Because I'm not pro-baby. I'm, I'm anti-baby. <laughs> until you two guys, you two groups can figure it out, I'm unfriending you all. <laughs> and good night. Is that the way you do it? It's like done. Neither yeah. side. I'm out of here. Well, thank you for coming in. We'll of have course. to do this again. Especially uh, once things get more going, you get closer to releasing the record and everything. Yeah, we'll definitely. Definitely yeah for sure. That. Love to. Get the guys in uh, get the, the next rest time. of the yeah, that'd be boys great. in here. Uh, be super fun. We'll definitely talk about uh, And tell them we said hi. Going. I certainly will. I'll get them to listen. Yeesh. Yeah. I don't know. No, I don't think I'm going to tell Garrett. them hi. <laughs> <laughs> Garrett, sorry. Dustin's defriending you. Or actually, he's asking you to unfriend him. You can just delete me. I didn't think right? Garrett was Muslim. He's not. What is it called? What, what were they doing, everybody? Remember during the it's Trump? pretty Irish When everybody me. was p- pissed off about Trump, and they were like, well, you can just unfriend me. <laughs> like, oh, Which is crazy. It's my responsibility to unfriend you, you because yeah. of something crazy, at batshit crazy that you said. Yep. That's I'm what, not unfriending you. I'm just... Gonna torture you even more. Exactly. Well, that's your. Oh, well. You do that's that. That's the way I do. <laughs> you really do. <laughs> Just keep poking the bear. Anyway, yeah, we'll get you back in here. We'll have love some too. fun. It's all about yeah. the love. It's been great. Love yeah. you, man. Love you guys. Thank you. Yeah. Thank, you. Thank, you. Thank you. Good night. I don't know where to stop this thing. It's over here. <laughs>